We hear us Ooh, and the yeah. music. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh, losing it, losing your th your voice there. Let me find a brother. <coughs> uh, find a brother. <clears throat> it's not that easy being green. Yeah. I mean, it might be though. It might be easier being red. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I found you it. finally got one. Oh, no, I, I had this. It. I found it. I had this, yeah. Yes, dude, yes. I remember one you, like... the Lantern Corps. Hold on. Oh, this is the closest one I got. I got the friggin' Black Lantern. I right thought you here. had the orange one. Okay, here's... All right, let me dig these out, because they're on my desk. Okay. They might be under... Okay, so I, I went kind of nuts. You were fine. I went a little Hal Jordan for a second <laughs> there, and a way back, but I got... Uh, I can't dig them all now. But I oh, got some. No. I got the. You all right? Something else that I just found. Also, um. <laughs> okay, I'm not racist. Oh I, my god! I picked this up because oh. I thought it was interesting at the time. I remember I because listen, listen. This had to have been almost ten years ago. It maybe. Try okay. not get canceled, Jerry. I I will not. Okay, okay, okay. You gotta show so, me this. <laughs> So this is during uh, the war and what, what war were we in? I think in the eighties, our country. Uh, I want to say the Vietnam War. Nope, that's uh, that might have been over by the eighties. That was the set that finished in seventy five. The Gulf War or the Cold War? Cold War was year. It was a bunch of wars. Cold, Cold War, war was wasn't even a war. Going. Yeah, we're this, probably still in it. This yeah. is a, like some. I don't know if it's anti-communist. It, it says Iran sucks. That's what it is. It's a button that says oh, Iran sucks, and. Yeah. It's because I saw this because I, I remember because um, my grandma at her old house before uh, she actually uh, so my grandmother lives with us you know this and she used to actually have her own house you know that's where my my mother and her and her sister and my aunt were raised and uh, a few years ago the house actually flooded due to a pipe a pipe burst. Well, that's always fun. Yeah, and for ten years, well, for ten years also already, my grandmother was mostly living here and just still okay. was paying for the house for some reason, not only okay. going back for mail, until she until didn't want to get rid of it. Yeah, and when I was there one day, I remember seeing this in one of like the curio cabinets for some reason. I was like, why? <laughs> and she was like, during the war. I was like, oh, can I take this? It's interesting. It's it's it just says Iran sucks, but like. It's from the time, right? It's, so it's, it's of the time. It's a piece of the time. I was like, <laughs> I just had it in this bag, in this bucket for some reason. Yeah. Historical memorabilia. All yeah. right, so that I found and for all. some reason a, par a Paris Pokemon card. Nice, an old one. Yeah, that still looks in pretty good nick. You might be able to get some out of it if oh, you want to sell it. Oh, I've got tons of cards that like this. You know, it's got the red HP and everything. Yeah, I can sell classic artwork. I need to just buy like a bunch of like random sleeves to throw them all in. <laughs> Because I've got like hundreds of those still. All right, so I found them. I got I got okay. green and indigo. Uh huh. And orange and black. Okay. Yeah, orange was the first one I got. Uh, that's all I got. I haven't gotten all of them. Hmm. Well, some of them are kind of absurdly expensive. Well, indigo is pretty close to blue, which, by the way, is the background of our stream here. Yes. Which, by the way, this is a stream. I really? Guess. Uh, is it really? I don't know. Is it really? I don't know what we are doing here. So, yeah. our, but maybe, we'll, you know, I know what we're doing here. And let's tell them first where the hell we are, wherever yes. that is. Well, uh, well, it's the JJ Securecast podcast where yeah. I'm Jordan. And I'm Jared. And welcome back to the JNJ Securecast podcast, the <laughs> podcast about, uh, I don't know, who, who cares? Who, who really cares, honestly. But we care. Yeah. I mean, it's stuff we care about. 
Yeah, it's stuff we care about. Yeah, and if you, uh, and and it, and if and if there's something that we talk about that you don't care about because you you got no soul or whatever, uh, you can check the time codes in the description that uh, Jared always takes the time to write out after this as he edits mm-hmm. each episode. Uh, but tonight we are talking about uh, things like our predictions for uh, the upcoming DLC, uh, our predictions for DLC characters for the greatest fighting game of all time, Nicktoons All Star Brawl. Oh yeah, uh, I have dived more into star wars series more of those yeah that was loud oh oh, sorry not super loud but louder than normal loud gotta make sure that i don't oh that i don't destroy your ears everybody no that's fine yeah actually you might want to turn up your game a little bit again all right um we've got gang squad oh yeah (laughs) we've got hashtag gang squad represent all right yep um we've got uh you were next sorry uh, yeah, I talked about some stuff. Uh, you got... We talked about... Uh, we're doing what we game this week. Uh, Kevin Feige pulls has, out his uh, crazy red wire, red string and pushpin board mm-hmm. to explain the multiverse. Yes. And the reason why the multiverse needs to be explained, Loki. Yes, it's done and we're finally going to talk about it. Yes, it technically finished last week, but you know already. Big spoilers. Big, oh, yeah. fat, juicy spoilers. We've already spoiled the first half of it. Sorry, I'm reaching for something. That's all right. Uh, we've already spoiled the first half of it a few episodes ago, so too bad. Yeah. It's, it's going to be basically full of spoilers. If you're not in for Loki spoilers later on, you're not going to want to listen to the end of this podcast. But yes. for now, as we like to begin things, I have some previous episode corrections and or notes and uh, mm-hmm. something that I didn't mention how I... Oh, yeah. I tried taking notes during uh, Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> when we went to go see it. And I was wow. like, I brought a notepad and everything. Ready to uh, write stuff down in the movie. Really take notes as I'm watching a movie, like, in a movie theater. Critical analysis. Friggin' Roger Ebert over here. <laughs> and what happened? I got yeah. the first note. Yes. <laughs> Wait, let me see what that note was. And then I dropped the pen and completely forgot yeah. to ta- stop taking notes. <laughs> I'm expecting that note to be just like a really beautifully elegant uh, 1920s Art Deco drawing of the word the. Um, okay, all I've ri- all I have written here, I think, right now, is pronoun game. Pronoun game? Yeah, cause um, oh yeah, they were ta- they were playing the pronoun game where you know they don't say uh, who he or they use he or she and don't say a name. It's the very beginning of the movie. It was the very beginning of the movie. Okay, okay, okay. Because I wasn't sure at first which one was the older sister and which one was the younger sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we just knew that they were Nat and Yelena as kids. We didn't know which was which. Okay, then. Then... Right, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah that's why. And uh, we mentioned Agent Rick Mason. Rick Mason, and I just thought it sounded like Nick Mason from the Weekly Planet. And just my nobody cares, Mason. Nope. Nobody cares. I care though, James. Come on. <laughs> You're right though. I don't care. Yeah. You've telling the truth. God, how good would it be instead of like that guy? It's just like the dudes from the Weekly Planet teaming up with Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, oh boy, you can. Uh, why don't you just not land like that? Why don't you? You should listen to your sister. She's got. She's got. She's got some good advice for you. you the damn Vulcan s- skull of the MCU universe, <laughs> man. That's Wait, exact. No, oh, oh, maybe not Vulcan need- skull. Um, what's their names from uh from the Muppets? 
The two, the two old men? Or? Yeah, the two old guys from the Muppets. Oh God, you're asking the wrong person, uh, brother. Hang on, old men. Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. Okay. Yes. We, we, we need, we need an MCU equivalent of those guys. Stat. Well, we'll, like, oh, well, we're gonna get that sort of, or we might get something like that. Cause, um, you know what? Why don't I just hop right into this? Um, Deadpool is yes. is confirmed confirmed for the MCU. This has been yeah. said, but he has technically sort of made his first appearance now. How? Um. So I don't know if you saw that you saw Corgan Deadpool react to the Free Guy trailer. I have not actually. It's, you posting on the court on for you posting on the uh, our our uh, uh, our docket and Deadpool. Our docket. This is the first time I'm hearing of this. Yeah. Let me show you a picture even like uh i'll, I'll just share it on, on the screen i thought you're about to say like deadpools would seen wandering around the tva somewhere in the background that would be awesome and would be this picture okay you've seen this this is like from the uh from the trailer reaction that they did oh, oh right. yeah so uh there like there's the trailer actually below right there it was the two of them talking it because that's obviously ryan reynolds as deadpool and uh taika watiti plays korg very nice. Taika Waititi was the director of Thor. Uh, he's the director of Thor: Love and Thunder. He directed Ragnarok, and he directed Free Guy. Yes. So okay, yeah. Yes, and he's gonna be in. He's in Free Guy too. Oh yeah. Yeah, based yeah, on the trailer. So this was basically just a trailer. Uh, for some, I guess Free Guy is also owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. So Disney was able to pull this out of the bag, get Korg and Deadpool together. <laughs> Mm-hmm. To the uh, the people who made this movie basically are reacting to the trailer. Yeah. So there's your stat. Maybe that'll be our Statler and Waldorf. I wouldn't ma- mind if Cor- if Cork and I mean, I think Cork would try to be more. Uh, I feel like they would maybe be more kind than Statler and Waldorf. Yeah. Well, Cork uh, would. Yeah. Deadpool wouldn't. I love this idea of like Deadpool just being in the MCU universe and not actually doing anything. You just see him walking around. Oh my God. And just, just reacting to things going on. He's and but he doesn't even like lift a finger to help. Exactly. Because he's not getting paid to do it. Yeah, he he would literally do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, just the whole multiverse. Like he'd be the one that it. We need a way of being able to travel through the multiverse. Uh, Deadpool could do it. Deadpool could just do it. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> doesn't need any special device. He exactly. Just, like, he just walks the camera pans and the camera pans to another completely another dimension. Exactly. Yeah. He can dimension hop. He doesn't even need a temp pad. Or like we ask, where'd he get that temp pad? Doesn't matter. Like what temp pad? Exactly. And it just becomes the smashed one. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, Loki's like, oh, I have a, my temp pad's working again. His de- it, Deadpool's powers will be limitless. <laughs> yes. The man is without limits. Exactly. And uh, that that's that's really all I had for that, is that it was kind of fun to see Deadpool's real first introduction to the MCU being that, really. Yeah, that's... You could that's say. Amazing. Yeah, pretty much. I guess because you could say one universe of the multiverse has this movie coming out as well. Yep. Yep, that's it, really. I guess we move on from there. That was our first topic. Or that's not, or that's not even how we normally start. Uh, should we go our uh, travels first, or what are we watching? Uh, you can you can go for travels first. Since, okay. Since I I stay kind of put. I think you uh, what your purchases are can go. To, we'll go. We'll yeah. We'll go true. towards travels too. Yeah. We'll do that after I mentioned that I had some Pokemon Go Fest fun, and I totally didn't yeah. take screenshots like I wanted to do and put them in the chat. Yeah. Was I imagine it wasn't uh, nearly as bad as the one in Chicago that many years ago. 
I actually didn't hear what happened in Chicago many years oh, ago. Oh, do you remember that? Oh, like none of like the game just did not work in Chicago. Oh, right. In the Chicago Park. Yeah. And the poor uh, developers who had to go on stage outside were like, move towards the cell towers to get a better reception. Yeah. And at the and at the end of the at the end of the festival, the announcer officials were like, here's your free Lugia and like 500 credits or whatever. And everyone was like, what if I what if I paid a plane ticket to get here? Well, here's your Lugia and your 500 tickets. It's like, well, what if wow. it's like, what if I here's your Lugia and your, and your 500, 500 credits? 500 tokens is like nothing in the game. It might have been more than that. It might have been like 5,000. But it was five something. Yeah, okay. I mean, that'll get you one of the special, but that'll get you a special box and leave you with 20 left if you only get 500, but... Still, it's not even enough for the ultra box. I mean, the boxes also were that were also way different back then too. There were, th- yeah. there were, there were at one point four boxes, and also the boxes didn't used to be as crappy as they are now. Yeah. Like, like okay, what? Okay, one thing that let me tell you this also. This thing, one thing that doesn't make sense. This has to do with community days also. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, this is mainly for community days because they actually just announced today that they're doing a, a second EV community day. Uh, on August 14th, and the last one was on my grad party. That's why I never participated in that one. But, okay. So, on every community day, they also have a special box that you can buy for the community day. It's the community day box. It usually comes with a certain amount of Pokeballs. Um, actually, let me check. So my friend Ohad sent it to me. He, yeah, so what kind, of, what kind of new Pokemon were in this thing? Like, did they add anything new, or was it just like you can get all of them? Okay, uh, wait. First of all, let me say the box again. The community bundle box price uh, gi- or gives you a 50 Ultra Balls, Elite Charged and Fast TMs, usually one or the other, and five incense. Every community day, they've given us five incense. That's, uh, that's nothing but consumables. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, listen, I don't mind getting some of that. Like, the incense, I'm okay getting that. But I don't need five. You want to okay. know why? Because community days are six hours long now. They used to only be three. Uh, but they extended okay. it because of the pandemic and people working. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, wow, actually, they are do- they're doing a quarter hatch distance, too, which is nice. But here's the thing. Incense and lures on community days last for three hours. Okay. So I'm buying this box and getting five and having three left over. Yeah. These are supposed to be things for community day. Why are you giving me extra? Like I would have rather not, I'd rather also not have gotten Pokeballs from the box. I would have rather maybe gotten in, uh, I know it's Ultra Balls, but I don't need Pokeballs. Uh, what? I need to stop. I, I, go fest. Go fest. Mobile games are stupid. Yeah, mobile games are stupid now. So, things that I got on Community Day. Basically, it was just a lot more Pokemon are possible to be shiny. That's okay. really what it is. Um, and I didn't get a huge amount of shinies, but sometimes, like, your shiny rates can be, like, real. Like, you can get, like, a bunch in a row randomly. Like, there was one guy in uh, in the old Rider, uh, Rider Facebook Pokemon Go chat that got kept, like, getting, like, so many shinies me i only got like seven on the whole fir- on the first day this this is at, you're talking to a person who's only played like the ds pokemon games it's like yeah i got seven shinies in a row i never got one listen in my man. entire career not one listen man community yes. day has become way more like possible to get like yeah. some shinies sometimes like i got i remember swablu and gibble community day, i got 12 of them tepig i got like 15 and 16 snivy i got like 18 of them 
Fletchling, I got, I, I, like, community days have been really plentiful for me lately. I'm a goddamn 10-year veteran, and this and this cloudless loser with a phone just okay. walks up. No. <laughs> Let me say also, funny thing, I was on the way home from work today, I actually caught, as, just as I got in my car, I clicked on a sun kern, and it was shiny. <laughs> just casually looking at your window while driving your car on the highway. Oh, yeah. Oof. Shiny got sun it. kern. But I got, just uh, what? Just... <laughs> what I actually got that day wa- on the day itself was a shiny Wismer, um, mm-hmm. a shiny Magikarp, which I don't need more of because I already get those randomly sometimes, just shiny Magikarps. Okay. And they had a community yeah. day for Magikarp also when they released uh, the Mega Evolutions, so that way you could get, you know, oh, okay. Mega Gyarados. Um, okay. I got a shiny Chinchow, a shiny Ekans, a shiny Roggenrola, um, and two shiny Auron. In a nice. row. That was in a row. That was actually really cool. Wow, okay. Um and actually I did some of community day with our old with our old college friend Joe Allon. Shout out to Joe. Oh yeah. Yeah, Little I met Joe. Met up with him in Nutley because there was an event there originally where the the mayor was supposed to have a bunch of food trucks, but the weather throughout the day it was not it was good to bad depending on the time yeah. of day so they had to cancel it and i didn't find out till last minute or till i got oh, there man. um yeah. but what we did was we actually were lucky friends which is they have this thing called lucky pokemon which basically um to power them up it costs less to mm. like stardust and uh, and candies uh, okay and what we did was since we both caught shiny rog and roller that day and we already had lucky friends enabled our lucky friends comes up only like rarely it just comes from sharing gifts with each other mm-hmm. the game is so much more com- complex if you understand it you if you've played you understand it so what we did was we traded each other our rog and rollas in order to re-roll their stats whenever you trade a pokemon it re-rolls the stats and you can only trade oh. a pokemon once Mm. So we traded each other's rog and roll it to each other for a reroll, and I went from having one that was like two stars to the one that he gave me being a ninety six percent. Okay. And now being like seriously one of my strongest Pokemon. Very nice. <laughs> I have a Gigalith now. That's like really good. Hang on, shiny blue Gigalith right there. Oh, I know that. I've seen that Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Gen five Pokemon right there. And you can see yeah, that shine nice. in the background. That's what. Uh, that's from the Lucky status. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I feel like they've been pumping out like new Pokemon in that game pretty fast because oh, for yeah. a long time it was just like Generation One, and now all of a sudden it's just like two through five. But with that, so that was the first day of Go Fest. Yeah. The second day of Go Fest was Raid Day, basically, mm. where there was a crapload of like legendary raids everywhere. The raids last only fifteen minutes, and then they fa- and then the Pokemon fades out, and like another egg will pop up that's gonna hatch in like five minutes. Okay. So I went to uh, Melbourne, walked around the park there, caught so many legendaries. Uh, I can just tell you in order what I, how, uh, that I caught them. Uh, that day I got an Entei, a Reshiram, that was my first Reshiram, uh, Ivetal, Lugia, Palkia, Registeel, Dialga, Groudon, another Reshiram, Regirock, another Groudon, Suicune, another Lugia, Regice, Rayquaza, Xerneas, Zapdos, another Rayquaza, my first Zekrom, and another Dialga. So you got like all of them. I got a good amount of sh- of legendaries, but none were shiny, unfortunately. And that was okay. the main point: is that you could possibly get a shiny legendary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why when you said Pokemon Raid, I automatically thought of like the FBI open up team, but instead <laughs> of like the Hit Squad, it's just Reggie. It's just like Reggie Seal busting through the fucking wall like Kool Aid Man. Oh man. Well, I mean, could be worse. I mean, the last uh, Pokemon that they were having in regular raid battles was Reggie Steel. Okay. Which Reggie Steel is okay but sometimes mm-hmm. can be pretty bad 
Yeah, because he's. I imagine he's slow. Yeah, but he can't. But he does have a lot of CP. One thing that was really useless was we got like two or three weeks in a row of defense form Deoxys for some reason. Which even oh, though it's why? defense, yeah, you can't even put legendary Pokemon in gyms to defend gyms. So there's mm. no point of it. It's literally just for the for battles, and it already is sucky for battles. <laughs> okay. So there's no need for that legendary. All right. All right. Uh, but actually, the other day, though, I did get uh, they have uh, because of the event, Mewtwo stayed in raids for uh, in raids now for like a few weeks mm-hmm. uh, in raid battles. And uh, I got invited to one two days. Uh, no, yesterday, I guess it was either yesterday or two days ago where I got myself a shiny Mewtwo. There you go. Yeah, there you go. He's uh, I don't know if you can see, but he's green. Yeah. OK, there we go. Yeah, he's That's green. Nice. And wow, my lighting keeps changing when I do that. Yeah. Am I too bright? Uh, I, you are starting to glow a little bit. Oh my goodness. I think the Archangel Gabriel is like... <laughs> I have the glow. Like, sit, like right outside a camera camera shot, I think. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, he's gonna, he's he's probably gonna smite me because I'm Jewish or yeah, something like that. He's just holding the, the lightning bolts, like, as soon as the podcast ends. Yep. <laughs> just Throw like, it down. Him. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but really, GoFest was honestly a lot of fun. Other than that, it was worth the $5. Great. Happy fifth birthday, Pokemon Go. It was a great, Five fun years. event. Five years. And yes. uh, that's what I did. That, that, that was my main travels. Other than also, I went to New York yesterday. Um, went to this cool t- vintage t-shirt store, but I can't remember the name of it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Jordan. Use it. You t- what? Tell us about your purchases. All right, so I didn't necessarily travel anywhere, but I actually got a couple of things. One that's been, I've been I've been sitting on for a while, and one I got last week. I'll start with the one I got recently. I got the a Transforma. I got Huffer. Nice. Turns into an orange truck, and um, I mean, like I'm really enjoying it. It's from the Kingdom line. Still enjoying that. I will say the one flaw that I got. I don't know if you can see this because it's black, but. Mm. Could they really not have extended the arms a little bit to hide the the hands? Because you got the hands just sitting right here. It's not a problem from the front or from the side. Yeah. It's just when you look at top down. Yeah, I've I've always felt that that about certain Transformers. Yeah, I mean, like, even now, like, I I find that Kingdom's been kind of... uh, Not maybe Kingdom, but Earthrise with it. I'm transforming it, by the way, so if you have plastic noise, that's it. Uh, Kingdom's been kind of annoying with it. Even if it's, like, underneath, like, all the vehicle mode stuff, it's still kind of there, mm-hmm. which is kind of baffling. But this uh, version of Huffer, he comes with quite a comes with a, quite a couple of weapons. He's, like, I love that it's, like, the he's, like, the malcontent of the Autobots, of the mm-hmm. good guys, and now he's just had enough, so mm-hmm. he's grabbed a shotgun. Jesus. <laughs> Pretty much. Just oh, my God. It. Yeah, you can hear the clicking noises. So mm. ah, there we go. This is gr- by the way, this is great for a podcast. Oh, by it's the way. great audio. And this is the first time I just kind of realized like I've never actually transformed a transformer during the podcast. It's okay. So this is a first, actually. Here we go. There you go. Ah, orange, orange and blue body mostly. Yeah, pretty much. And you get the shotgun. Oh yeah, combined. Which is made from like the two sides of the truck mode and you just peg them together. There we go. Nice. Yeah, I mean, articulation's pretty good as per usual, pretty standard. Uh, 
the head you might think it's kind of hard to get into because of this hood thing but it just it hinges back so oh. you can swivel the head so just they fixed in. that problem with this with the the huffer character uh which is good and uh yeah again even though it's uh, not a beast transformer uh he's still pretty he's still pretty enthralling nice. um i'm excited for when they remold him into the pipes character which is probably going to happen pretty soon Alrighty then so that's that's one of them okay the second one is a little more interesting because i got hunter oh nice yeah it's from the uh bad the six inch figures yeah from the bad batch yeah i got ahsoka and mace windu a few weeks back and now i've got hunter mm-hmm. uh he's actually been sitting uh I, I bought him actually a few a couple of months ago, but the reason why I haven't shown him until now is because um, the store that I the online store that I got him from has this system called the pile of loot where mm-hmm. you can uh, basically purchase multiple items or pre-order multiple items and they're added to your pile of loot where you you pay you when it arrives at the warehouse you pay for you pay for full price but then you can actually stack your items together. And once you've paid for like multiple items, you can all ship them to you in one box, so you oh. save money on shipping. You just reminded me also one thing. Um, you should also start watching um, Ethan Page's vlogs because oh he does God. he does no, he does uh, he does toy hunt vlogs sometimes. And I know you know what I actually saw the thumbnail for it, and I'm like, all right. He, Maybe he, one day, but I mean, yeah, I'll probably give it a shot. He showed um, a screenshot on the last one of uh, from the Big Bad Toy Star, which I know you've shown before too. Of him, yes. or, that he said that he pre-ordered that Falcon figure. Oh yeah, from uh, or that Marvel. New, yeah, the new Captain America one, I should say. Yeah, Captain America. Yeah, Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon America. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, the whole pile of loot thing, but it, uh, Hunter. Originally, I was going to wait until Crosshairs Mm -hmm. came in, but for whatever reason, uh, even though I haven't, uh, since he hasn't arrived at their warehouse yet, I haven't, I haven't paid for him. I I haven't, I haven't Uh, paid for him yet, but he's mm -hmm. still on my pre-order list. Okay. Hasn't shown up yet for months. Hmm. Hunter has, but Crosshairs hasn't, and they've been having some kind of, uh, you know, their, their warehouse is down sort of in like the mid east, midwest kind of place, so I imagine... The postal service isn't great right now, but yeah. yeah. Regardless of that, All I finally decided bad. to get Hunter. Yeah, right now. But yeah. it, it's coming. So I just got to say, the sculpting on this figure—I don't know if we able to show it—is fantastic. Oh there's yeah. So much sculpted wear and tear actually on the body. Yeah. Throughout, like even on the back, like on the shoulder pads, there's just like scratches and dings all over him. I remember loving like uh, seeing how uh, cosplayers will have to update their cosplays for different dings and bangs on like armor oh as it develops throughout the it's series. It's gonna be a nightmare. I yeah. imagine like their co- the clone trooper cosplays are made of like some sort of like I don't want to say foam material, but like malleable material. Yeah. And by the way, be. you can take the helmet off. Nice. Uh, the only I've got a couple of complaints as a figure. One, the actual human head sculpt, his hair kind of is a bit short simply because it has to accommodate the helmet. Yep, that makes sense though. Yeah, and the kind, uh, well, it's not that short. I think they made it styled so that way it goes more just inward, really. Yeah, yeah, and so it doesn't poke out of the helmet. Also, yep. uh, accessory wise, comes with uh, the nice blaster. It comes with his knife, which is stored in his arm here. Nice. And the standard clone pistol, which I could have done without. Yeah. Um, I don't really like the legs though, because they only go so far forward. Oh, that's it. Which the, is, do they bend? 
Yeah, the knee, here's the thing. The knees do bend, okay. actually, quite nicely. And I like the fact that the knee pads are actually, uh, the gun's in the way, the knee pads are actually attached to the upper part of the thigh. Yeah, instead of just being the Rather than the, the, the center itself. of the knee. Yeah. Yeah, which is a really nice feature that I like. But honestly, you can't really get a lot of dynamic, like, split-legged action poses out of him. Um... um but I will say, other than that, it, he looks fantastic. Uh, I'm committed to getting all members now, <laughs> since I'm definitely getting Wrecker. Mm -hmm. And I, it's like, okay, I'm getting Hunter. Including Omega? You know what? They haven't shown Omega yet. I don't mm. know if she's going to come out. Um, we haven't seen Echo yet, either. Oh. Actually, uh, Tech and Wrecker are coming out in October. Mm -hmm. uh, Hunter and Crosshairs are already out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just waiting for Big Bad Toyster to get crosshairs in stock right now. Um, and I'm, and I just and getting this figure just made me realize something because I'm looking at because I played a lot of Battlefront. Yeah. I'm looking at the backpack here. Yeah. And I'm looking at the gun. Uh, does it remind you of another clone trooper, Jared, from the Clone Wars? Since you've seen all of it. Um. No. Uh, do you remember Gregor? No. The, okay. Uh, the clone commandos. I'm talking about. Gregor. <sighs> Let me look up. Gregor. Yeah, Clone Wars Gregor. Clone War. Clone Wars. I might be crazy. He might be. He might not have been a commando. Wikipedia. Does he even have a pit? Um. I don't know him, but he is. Sh uh, but this image that shows him kind of looks more Rebels animation. Oh, okay. So uh, maybe he was in that. Yeah, that must be a fan thing. I don't know. But um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this figure uh, is base. It made me realize that the armor is this. His uh, hunter is basically wearing clone commando armor. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And now I'm seeing the armor. Yeah. I I actually don't remember this at all. No. Huh. Yeah, I think Gregor was only in one episode of the Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so I now that this figure, now that Hunter is out, I'm looking at this body and I'm just thinking like, man, Hasbro. You're gonna make so much money when you make Delta Squad oh, oh, from yeah. Republic Commandos. You're oh. gonna make so much money, mm -hmm. and I can't wait. I'm gonna buy all of them. <laughs> so all the yeah, I mean that. So yeah, and that that's what I've purchased so far. Nice. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed both. Well, it's actually speaking of a figure, real quick, and uh, yes. actually, actually, yeah, you know what? Why not? Speaking of a figure. Something Go for that it. I wanted to show that you got me that I needed to open up still, actually. You got me this for my birthday if you, uh, last month. Yeah, I did. I know you like her in Lag, and I got him a model kit. Yeah, guys. of La Zen Gun, and I, st like, I still need to build it, and I will build yeah. it. I actually just talked to our, uh, our, do you remember our friend Ian um, Hernandez? Ian Hernandez. If I see the per this person's face, I'll remember who that is. Uh, bigger dude. Bigger dude. Uh, we'd see uh, we'd see him sometimes at no, at Smuts. Uh, he is he graduated before we were at Ryder. I'm being incredibly rude, unfortunately. It's okay, I don't worry. remember. I, if I, the instant I see him, I'll recognize yeah. him. I talked to him and about because uh, I had mentioned uh, or he had mentioned about models too, and I asked him. So I was like, so Jordan got me this. What what advice do you have for me taking a crack at this? <laughs> Just like you, time, give it time yes. and patience. Yeah, I was gonna give. I was gonna. I didn't really suggest this, but like, I figured you would do your research and like, since this is your first model kit, yeah. uh, don't rush it. Okay. Uh, look, do research mm -hmm. if you feel unconfident about something, and make sure like you have a nice blunk of time where you got nothing to do. Got it. I might need to like just do it in sec in segments and sections. Do it like every a little bit each day. Yeah. 
something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. Since your first one, I I kind of started you on an advanced level. Yeah, it's I just okay. Realized. It's okay. I mean, the main thing that really throws me off and makes it scare me is that the side of the box is entirely in Japanese. Yeah, I mean, I looked at what the instructions look like online. They're okay. pretty. The pictures are pretty solid to follow along. Yeah, and that model picture on the back here is beautiful. Oh yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just wanted to, that just reminded me of that. Uh, let's talk about what we were gaming, because that'll be yes. brief. Yes. Uh, what I was gaming, uh, I'll start off uh, is pretty much I I did the uh, the DLC for uh, the Spider-Man game. Yes. For the PS4 remastered, uh, the city that never sleeps, all three parts. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. Um, this isn't uh, Miles part. Morales, right? No, this is not Miles Morales. Okay. This is before Miles Morales. Oh, okay. Um, this is the three parts of DLC. It's basically kind of one long coherent story with each one having to focus on a different character. Uh huh. Uh, part one is probably the weaker of the parts, which is uh, it focuses on Black Cat, who I've never, never really, really cared for all that much. She's just the she's just the she's sort of the sexy female yeah. femme fatale character, and it's like you don't talk or move like a normal person. We like were, everything is like provocative, and I and I just roll my eyes at that. What's, honestly, at, at there's like uh, with the, I went to a comic shop also yesterday when I was in New York too, and there was a something that was uh, with that had a big piece of art that was her, and I was just like, she had her own comics, really? Did people like her that much? Yeah, <laughs> did people like her that much? That's your first reaction. Yeah, I love like, it. <laughs> I never was a Black Cat fan either, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, she, I, I don't, I don't. Here's the thing: I didn't hate her. Like she, like she wasn't like annoying or intolerable, but. Mm. She was just, I was just kind of meh towards her, yeah. to be honest. Um, although I will say, though, um, this isn't exactly related to the DLC mission, mm-hmm. but uh, I shared this with you in the uh, in the Discord. Yes, our Discord you showed JJ me this. Chat. The dark suit that you get for completing the uh, collect the uh, black cat dolls uh, plushies around the city mm-hmm. is pure liquid sex. <laughs> it's the best suit in the entire game. It's so nice looking. Let me uh, share bl- that out for people. It's just, it's black and red and evil looking, but it's great. Oh yeah. yeah. Look at that. Yeah. It's very, uh, it's very stealth-esque too. Like yeah. almost. Yeah. Yeah. But the hands are, the fingers look very skinny for some reason. Yeah, it's probably because they're wearing like sort of. It's probably wearing the tight gloves. I think there are claws in it, actually. Hmm. What spiders yeah. have claws? Well, no, it's because it's, it's Black Cat made it. So uh, oh yeah, right. You attach claws to it because of a, course she did. Yeah, it's a Black Cat mix with this in that suit. Yeah, but that's a beautiful suit. Yeah. So uh, I mean, part one is it real? Part the story is actually solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's fe- it features Black Cat, who is a character I'm not really into. Uh, part two focuses on pretty much the main villain of the whole DLC trilogy, which is Hammerhead, mm-hmm. who is I swear like this 1920s mobster that is that is that just somehow is not aged. Is he still perfect for Pat Buck to play? I was about to say, aka Pat Buck, <laughs> in Marvel in the Marvel universe. But yes, yeah. he's he's a, he's just like 1920s New York mobster. No respect for the mafia. <laughs> no respect these days for the mafia. 
you know so he he's kind of fun i mean honestly he's a little i wish there were uh, maybe like one or two more villains like mainly i just want shocker back because the shocker, shocker the shocker's just like the biggest jobber villain who's not a job <laughs> oh, i'm the I'm shocker uh, the shocker I love I love Herman. I love that man, and I wish he was in more of the game. But you, you, um, you know what I was referring to with that, right? That was from a uh, what was that from uh, Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah, because they because he was in that sort of. Well, yeah, they, well, he had he had the equipment. Yeah, he had the tech for it. Actually, there was two guys there being shocker. If I remember, one guy got completely obliterated, or the original guy got completely obliterated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean Hammerhead. I mean Hammerhead's just being the main villain. Um, as a final boss, he's all right. <clears throat> Not super great, but yeah. And part three is um, part three just kind of focuses on uh, character development for Silver Sable. Yep. Who's in the main game, and she is basically just Black Widow, pretty oh, much. Okay. She even has kind of a Russian accent as well. Um, and she actually develops sort of I don't want to say friendship, but she 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 they're on her and spider-man are on better terms by the end of it Mm -hmm. like slightly better terms like a high five is exchanged that's um must be a lot of progress i'm guessing that's that's big that's big okay okay um although at the end which is pretty funny spider-man goes for like starts to like motion for like a hug and she Mm. immediately she's like i do not do hugs and turns around (laughs) and almost leaves spider-man strand in the middle of the ocean (laughs) Nice. Oh he, man. She has to. She has. He has to web on his jet. Her jet and hang on for dear life, and that's how the <laughs> DLC ends. Oh, that's um, cute. But yeah, I mean, the story itself is pretty standard. Um, didn't do a lot of side quests because they involve uh, a villain named Screwball who is just a Twitch streamer. She's just an e girl. <laughs> you have to show the, me this later. <laughs> her her streams consist of releasing violent criminals into the streets and 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 streaming spider-man stopping her oh I, and that's how she gets her huh. likes and her views and her twitch huh. stuff and, she, and she's just kind of annoying yeah it, it sounds illogical but funny still yeah. yeah she i think she's more of a new villain really okay, but yeah, yeah that was that was spider-man okay that was the gaming nice i'm done um yeah i don't have much to say other than um me and andrew played more doki doki on tuesday night mm-hmm. uh lots of fun we're about to get to the dark stuff we just like oh God, boy there's so much dialogue i forget oh, yeah. sometimes yeah i wouldn't it's a it's a what's it called a rom-com game is that the right term for it? No. It's like a dating sim that's... It's like a dating sim, I guess, really, yeah. Okay, then. And then, you know, where... But that goes dark places. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, yeah. Is, is there, like... Even if, even if you didn't know the dark stuff was coming... If you got to that point without knowing, like, there's dark stuff in this game, would you start to feel uncomfortable anyways? Yeah, you do. You do start to feel uncomfortable anyways. Yeah, you, yeah, you get this... You, okay, so you do get this feeling of, like, everything's fine right now, but I feel like it's about to take a very dark turn, and oh, I don't yeah. know why. Especially That's with the some kind of the feeling poems. That it hits. Especially with some I, of the poems that people write, or the other characters write. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, there's more nonsense of that. Me and Aunt, whenever we play, though, I take a lot, or the past two times we've played, I've been taking clips of it, and we've just been laughing our asses off. <laughs> just us saying something or doing something ridiculous. <laughs> oh, God. the vo- Oh, the voice. We voice acted, too, and we use funny voices for the characters. Um, yes. Andrew does, like, his, uh, does, like, this kind of a voice for our protagonist, who we just named, Fl- we named him Fluffernut. Fluffernut. <laughs> 
fluffing now. Okay. So we need some, like well the first time I ever played I ever played it with some other friends um, we named the character Simp because you had to it was okay. that was the big word at the time Sim uh, City <laughs> um, I used like a Southern voice for Sayori <laughs> um, I think we I don't oh at first Andrew was using a Toad voice for Natsuki okay just to be funny um, and but then he changed then he changed to something like a Valley Girl that sounded like this. And talks mm-hmm. fast like this. Um, Yuri, I ha- Yuri has this voice. She loves things. She loves dark stuff. Yuri is Batman. Yeah, Yuri is the Batman voice. And Monica is once again the the voice uh, with uh, is but what well, it's me who's doing that voice. I'm doing mm-hmm. the Valley Girl voice instead, and I'm doing it with a dark with a darker tone, kind of like how I do Maya and Mia do in Ace Attorney. I do Maya as this voice, and Mia I do as this voice. <laughs> Yeah, it's similar, but you know, but different still. Yeah. And what was the last voice? Actually, no, we got them all. That was all of them. Okay. Uh, more nonsense with that. We laugh our asses off, and I like throw in little lines with Sayori here. Oh no, sorry, without Yuri here, and they throw and they get the biggest laughs. <laughs> um, and I also tried a game called Rayman Legends, which. It's technically my fr- second time playing it, uh, trying it out, because the first time my friend Damien showed it to me a while ago, and he showed me these like music sections where um, I'm not exactly dis- sure. It's a collectathon, really, where you're fighting off many enemies and these on these mini courses to get to rescue ten. I don't even remember what they're called. <laughs> they're not rabbits, are they? No, they're not rabbits. Blah. I forget they're what not they're called. They all have their own names, from what I remember. Uh, I'll, maybe I'll get them later. Uh, they're kind of closer to Jinjos than anything else. Uh, from Jinjos. Uh, from what's a uh, the, the Banjo Kazooie? Oh, okay. They look like a blue Jinjo almost. All right then. And uh, there's like ten on each level: one king, one queen, and like they're in like hidden doors, and mm. then eight of them that are throughout the course. Okay then. Yeah, it's so uh, it's two D platformer. Yep, two D platformer. Feels responsive. Feels good. Um. So when I originally played, I only played this like music mode thing that my friend Damien had showed me. That's all I had ever played of it. It was a lot okay. of fun. It, it we were like it was like we would play, jump to like notes in Black Betty. Oh okay. Yeah, it was really cool. And I needed to text and be like, "Hey, where do I get that part again?" And, he, and he's, I bet he's gonna tell me it's not in that game. And I'm gonna be like, "Um, oh, <laughs> it's, it's an entirely different game." Yeah, I hope it's yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we originally played it on a different console too. If I'm be, if I'm being honest, um, but it's yeah. fun so far. It's just another 2D platformer. If you like 2D platformers like this, it's simple. Um, but buy it on sale. There's a lot in it and a lot of unlockables. Yeah. But it's fun. It's a good thing to pass the time. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's really all I gamed. God, we got. We, oh God, we gotta get a move on. What are we watching? Yeah, yeah. So I'll go through like what we watched. We both the, watched this last night. Yeah, I, wait, no, let's, it, we'll get. To, let's second that. Second for that one because. Okay. Yeah, because because uh, that because that also relates to the box back there. Oh, really? Yes, it does. Um, so for, so mainly. I got into a lot more Star Wars. <laughs> yes, yeah, Star Wars. Um, so I watched a few more episodes of The Bad Batch. It's uh, just, I only watched three of them. Pretty good so far. Omega's becoming more part of the team. Yeah. Um, they almost threw her. Oh, yeah, there's that other surviving clone that was in an episode of Clone Wars. The uh, the deserter guy. He had, and he married that Twi'lek. Yeah, she's, yeah. I'm just, it, The Bad Batch is kind of incredible about bringing back recurring characters. Yeah, and like literally in the episode, in that same episode, they're like, yeah, Rex was just through here. I'm like, what? I want to see Rex. 
No! I want to see Rex! Give me Rex and Ahsoka! Well, I mean... Uh, yeah. I know that they come up. I know that they come back. I know that they come okay. back. And uh, let's see. I saw that. Um, and once again, the Empire is trying to end the clone programming. I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. And that seems to be what a lot of what this series is also focused on in the background, it seems like. And with that, um, Crosshair is there meant to train, like, these four other people, these uh, four cr- recruits that were going to become stormtroopers, that um, they were the best of the best, and they were going to go out to finish the mission that the Bad Batch was supposed to do in the first episode, where they, uh, where they were supposed to kill Saw Gerrera. Yeah, and his, like, rebel camp, yeah. basically. And Crosshair, uh, this one of the guys is like, this makes no sense. The war is over. Why are we killing these people? Yeah, they're civilians. Exactly. So Crosshair's like, finish the job. And just kills the guy that refu- that refused at first while the other three, t- to not die, end up killing all the innocent the innocent c- civilians. Yeah, it's pretty like, much. It just made me think, God, the war. Like, that's the mindset of... Um, like, are the, Crosshair's mindset there was the, mi- was the same mindset as... Um, Valen Hass. Valen Hass from uh the from season two episode seven of Mando. The Valen Bill Hass. Bill Bur- Bill Burr's uh, old guy old uh, boss. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then. The one all who right. was uh, uh who killed all those innocent people. Okay. Yeah, and who Bill Burr ended up killing because of that. Um. So uh, yeah, good episode. Uh, but it basically seemed like okay, that's where this like that might be a source of like where this tyrannical uh empire comes from like of how they don't give a shit about other people's lives it just yeah. it's about individual and empire's survival the empire's survival mm-hmm. nothing else and it's so twisted in that way it's just yeah. so twisted it like really makes you think of just like how the nazis were a lot our german soldiers were just people following orders in some cases yeah yeah that's what everyone thought and then and then, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh, uh, big problem. Yeah. But uh, moving on, 15 years taking place after the or, after Order 66, uh, I started Star Wars Rebels. Mm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, this is cute at first. This is fun. And then in the second episode, we see um, our boy Ezra open that holocron. Uh-huh. And he goes, this is Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to inform... And it just, like, it got to me. I was like, oh, Obi-Wan, this was how you told the other Jedi? Oh, my God. And yeah, with Ezra, it just ends with trust the Force until the end of the episode where you see um, Kanan uh, do the, uh, play the rest of the message. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. Nice. That was a nice thing. Uh, how the how's the crew so far? How, oh, but have you met Chopper yet? Chopper, Chopper's funny. I love, I love, I love, I love that little bastard. Yeah, Zeb is voiced by Steve Blum, which I like. Recognized that immediately. I was like, that's, oh yeah, yeah, that's Steve Blum, oh, isn't it? <laughs> I hope you like Steve Blum. I do. I love Steve yeah. Blum. He's one of my favorite voice actors. Because he's in this show. Really, he's really in the show. Yeah. Oh boy. There was like a little. Uh, there's this guy named Jai who is voiced by Dante Bosco in an episode. And I'm like, why are you even here, Dante? Because he's Dante Bosco, man. He's looking for work. I looked up the, like to see if the like and the character is gonna apparently come back like in a later season, but he's like only in this ep- like episode at first. Oh, okay. Then. Yeah, they start to try and recruit children to become stormtroopers someday, which is very scary. Yeah. <laughs> It's something I remember. I love, I love how that this is from like the like the kids Star Wars show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally the kids Star Wars show. Like once, and I'll go back as I put in my notes. It's very cartoony. Yeah, it like the art style is like like because Clone Wars had more. 
I was gonna say like more like detail to it. Rebels is a lot more is quite is significantly more vibrant. It's vibrant in colors. I do. It does actually still have a lot of detailing. But yeah. what it really gets to me is where I put, is the next thing I put in the notes is the dialogue can be too fast. Yeah, people like people speed through the lines a little too fast. Like they're just trying to move on to the next like big action scene instead of actually deve- like learning a lesson maybe. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like that that probably is something to do with since you're like early on in the show like pacing wise that they're yeah. kind of gonna iron out as they go yeah it seems that way so far like i said though i'm already halfway through the show um i've met the uh, not the show the first season met okay. the inquisitor he's pretty cool yeah the inquisitors are fun um oh wait what i i said the inquisitors are pretty interesting D- did you is there more than one well, I mean, keep watching. <laughs> I guess so now. Maybe you'll find out. I guess I'm going to find out. Sorry, man. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but, God, that, that message from uh, from Obi-Wan on the Holocron just, like, made me, just hit me, like, in that second episode. It was like, man. And every time I just think, man, I'm so glad I watched The Clone Wars. Because, yeah. honestly, it really does make episode three and just the fall of the Jedi Order that much more significant and that much more sad. Yeah. It really does. It adds to that drama. Oh, my God. Um, sorry. Yeah, that's it. But, yeah, that's I, I Star wars did up. Star Wars mm. was lots of fun. But next... Um, uh, we continue what we're watching, really, as we really want to just talk about the uh, wrestling and Fighter Fest. Yeah, yeah Fighter Fest Night Two specifically. Oh yeah. I unfortunately did. I missed Night One. Yep, it's all right. It broke a million views. I can still hear you, also. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, night One was like 1.008 million, and Night Two was a uh, 1.148 million, I believe. Which I mean, the, the still- numbers continue to grow. I'll be honest, um, from what I saw from like night two, um, for for dynam for as far as like dynamites go, it was like kind of on the lower tier of episodes, which for them, lower tier is like a C is like a B minus. Yeah, literally. C plus, maybe. Yeah. I've never I would never I I remember when Coltaholic still did graded uh like for every episode for like almost every raw smackdown. NXT and Dynamite and when they did and when they would do that I would I don't think I ever saw them give Dynamite anything lower than a B or B minus yeah yeah that's true I mean honestly like I honestly the match between Rose and Britt Baker was kind of a low point for me because it was just it the work wasn't all that great the finish was fantastic yeah oh the last two minutes were fantastic so the with the whole Britt Baker thing they figured out how to have really hot finishes to their matches Mm mm-hmm but getting there is just kind of I don't know if it's because they're trying to do spots that maybe they're not fully equipped to do or the pacing is just a little bit off or they're trying to fill out time. But I don't know. That's just something they got to work on with Britt Baker. And also they got to have her actually really be a baby face. I don't, she comes across a bit too much as a heel. She's like a tweener. <sighs> I hate tweeners. I, I hate it. I hate that. Here's, concept. Things, though, no. that, here's the thing, though. Sheeta was a face. So, Brit taking it off her made Brit a heel kind of, but everything's that everyone was already was behind Brit already. I think yeah, Brit's a heel. Yeah, that's the problem. Everyone loves Brit Baker. Yeah, it's but a, they're still having her play like sort of this heel, and it's and it's kind of ass. clunky. Yeah, yeah. I'm. It's kind of it's kind of it's kind of clunky and and a bit muddy as to where she lies. Like they just need to turn her full baby face already. Yeah, the crowd loves her anyways. 
There, there are a lot. I saw a lot of highlights. I saw Orange Cassidy and Sting go face to face. Oh yeah, they did a little kickoff. Uh, a true clash of titans. And can I just say, I love the fact like that Sting is just is just up for everything and just gets it. Yep, he does. Even like at the end, they do like this lazy kicks, and then the end Sting does like the laziest chest beating he's ever done in his entire career. <laughs> nice. Like he he gets it. He, does. he is a hundred percent into the show, and he's not—he's not like someone like a Kevin Nash or a Scott Hall that would just like scoff at it and just bury it. Yeah, uh, Orange Cassidy was not in just that; uh, was not just on the outside of the ring for that match. He also faced the Blade, who had he'd been having issues with as of recently, involving brass knuckles. Yes, uh, they had their blow-off match for that, and it was nice. It was a nice, satisfying conclusion. Yes, indeed. Um, Doc Gallows faced uh, faced Frankie Kazarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, decent match. Uh, they came out in the end for another promo off uh, for more promos, I think, um, mm-hmm. which led to I think Hangman again. I don't remember what I don't remember that fully. Yeah. Oh I yeah, he handed understand. he handed Don his beer. That's what happened. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. to attack them, uh, and the Bucks didn't even come out for some reason actually. I don't yeah. think the Bucks were on the show last night, Act. Now I think yeah, about it. I I think him and Paige, like, they just kind of, I think, not really necessary for him and Paige to come out because, like, it felt like it was just more like, hey, promotion for next week is the Elite versus the Dark Order elimination match for Fighter for Fight for the Fallen. I'm so excited for that. I can't oh, wait. I can't wait for that match. It's going to be so, that better be the main oh. event. It pro- probably will be. And speaking of, well, actually not the main, well, speaking of main events, Lance Archer, our new... IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion. I thought he, that was a fantastic match. That was that that was a that was a great show. And you know what? Hey, it was a last man standing match. That was great, and it wasn't boring. Yeah. You know why? Because it was it wasn't it wasn't like tw- over twenty minutes long. It was like what, like ten to twelve? Uh, I see right here. It says it was thirteen oh nine. Yeah, it was super fast and super violent. It was about the same length as their original Tokyo Dome match was. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, if I remember correctly, but that was a while right. ago. So, so yeah, like that's the form for last man standing matches. Just have them be super violent yep. and like just don't bore the crowd out too much. And I'm really happy that Lance Archer actually won because oh, yeah. he kind of needed it. Yeah, Hikuleo was also in the crowd. Uh, he's going to be Archer's next opponent. Yeah, by the way, uh, Mikuleo, uh, son of the legendary Simone wrestler Haku. Yep. Um, Mikuleko, uh, he was Hikuleo. seen earlier night. I'm sorry? Hikuleo. Hikuleo, I'm sorry. It's like Mikuleo. I'm like, excuse me. I'm Mikuchan. Oh, God. So he was pictured just sitting down. He's like, oh, he's in front watching this U.S. title match go down because he's fighting the winner of the last man standing match for next week. He gets to the ring at the end of the show. He's taller than Lance Archer. Yeah. So that's your that's your presentation for like next week. Watch this match where Lance Archer is going to go. But God, it's guy somehow bigger than he is. Literally. And so that's really good. Yeah. Um, also, last thing to mention uh, from the beginning of the show. Yes. Actually. Yes. Which brings me to something that I uh, that I ordered. No oh boy. Recently. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show last week or a week before that I got the complete list of Jericho. Oh, you got the book. I bought the book. I bought the book. It's literally the list of matches. It's just the list. And then, like, little pictures here and there. Like, this of him in the snow. And it says Sapporo. Ah, that's Japan. 
And there's like little interviews in, in here throughout. Like of like I think they had like MJF's top five matches for some reason. Um, and I know I marked here in pink because there's only going to be the two, the two live Chris Jericho matches that I actually got to see. Oh. Yeah. Him against Kevin Owens in Trenton. Uh, mm-hmm. This was before you got involved at the Bron- really involved at the Bronx, and they and we just all went because we had tickets. Okay. Yeah, this is during our sophomore year. Um, and then the fa- the match with Darby Allen at, uh, in in Philadelphia when I went to the third episode of Dynamite. Nice. Yep. And that's what I got right now, and that's what I got in the book. It's just, it's really is fascinating to just go in sometimes and just open up to see what picture you might find. Like section three, I just opened right here, is just his WCW career. Like this is sectioned. This is in so much detail. The back of the book has stats. Um, If I remember, it has a list of all of his championships. Uh, Wins by company, basically, like you know his win loss records. God, continency and countries he faced in. That's just that's just statistic porn. You just bought Jared. I you did statistic smut for my favorite wrestler. <laughs> you just bought smut stats. No stats smut. Yeah, and uh, I'll let you. Um, as I open this box from uh, knockingpoint.com, I'll let huh. you tell. I'll let you tell what Jericho did that uh, last night on Dynamite. All right, so um. First, the first labor of Jericho happened last night to op- open uh, night two, which is Chris Jericho versus Sean Spears. Uh, in this particular match, uh, Chris Jericho had, to, in order to face MJF, he had to win this match mm-hmm. uh, in a match where sh- his opponent was allowed to use a steel chair as a weapon, whereas Chris Jericho could not. Yep. Um, Chris Jericho somehow managed to find a way to win. By the way, MJF uh, was on commentary during this match, being super annoying because he's MJF. Yeah. Uh, did you find that MJF was kind of patronizing towards his uh, praise towards Sean Spears? Somewhat. Yeah, because I kind of feel like, because um, I was listening to a World Culture podcast during work, and one of the guys pointed out, like, was kind of speculating, like, maybe, like, the reason why Sean Spears is first is because MJF doesn't really trust Sean Spears to get the job done. I feel but like to Sean Spears' face, he's like, yeah, he got this, buddy. Go get him. Sean Spears is the Steve McMichael. <laughs> That's a little pinnacle. harsh. I've That's heard that harsh. He's the or, uh, or is it Steve Mongo McMichael? Oh my God! I wouldn't even go that far, but yeah, pretty. I mean, he's he's on the bottom run, pretty much of, yeah. the, of the of the pinnacle. But yeah, so yeah, Chris Jericho below finds totally. a way to win. Yeah, Chris Jericho finds a way to win. MJF got to the mic. He goes like, "Okay, all right, congratulations, you won your first match, but going forward." No one's allowed to interfere on your behalf. If someone does, the deal's off and you'll never get a match with me. So Chris Jericho is now officially on his own and he's like, all right, so you like bending the rules? All right, next match isn't going to have any rules. And I picked the perfect opponent for you. This is a guy who stabbed man in jugular. This is a man who robbed a bank. And the say the man had a mask on. Without a mask on, and I and my heart just dropped into my pit of Same. my stomach. It's like no way. Chris Jericho's next opponent, who he has to beat in a no disqualification match, means no rules, is Nick, Nick Gage. Nick fucking Gage, who is a deathmatch wrestler, who is a basically a psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like actual, like one of the scariest dudes around. And he is now going to wrestle on national television. I just don't realize I opened the box from the bottom. Oh, great. Great. 
Jim Cornette's head's gonna explode. Oh my god. If it hasn't already. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a Nick Cage match, or a Nick Gage match, so this'll be a first for me, too. I couldn't I mean, imagine doing that, so. I, I genuinely wonder if, like, the uh, TNT executives even know who Nick Gage is. They probably don't. No, but they if don't. If they did, they would so. not have had him on his television show. Nope. So, so. here's what I got. Mm. I got more a little bit of the bubbly. Oh, my God. That's all it is. <laughs> I got more nice. bubbly. And this time, actually, it was even cheaper than the la- than when I got this version of the little bit of the bubbly. Because uh, oh, okay. they had a... I just was like, I want... I was like, I wonder... Uh, they are, well, the co- there was a commercial that said, supplies are running low. So I was like, oh, you know what? I'll order some more bubbly. Why not? Yeah. I wonder if there's a promo code this time, because last time I had to... I forgot I opened the box from the bottom and it just fell through. Oh no! <laughs> it's okay. They it, it, they landed on like the uh, the cooling thing. Okay, they so they're in, not broken. Yeah, good. they come in this like a uh, in this carrier that keeps them uh, cool and temperature and uh, secure. For, yeah. yeah, for delivery. Yeah, for delivery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, sorry. And I entered this like I just like I wonder if the pro if like I just enter AEW it'll enter a promo co- it'll like work as a random promo code for me and I did and it gave me free shipping. Oh nice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like, oh, this was like last time I ordered three do- three bottles it was one hundred nine dollars. Now it's only gonna be seventy two. That's great. <laughs> God, Chris is making so much money. I know. I know. I mean, this. Uh, hey, I think was. Uh, I think Gals and Anderson are trying to come out with a beer, also. Yeah. I think it fell through though. Um, but that's and that's all we got for wrestling. I think. Stone Cold's like, y'all hear something about beer? Let's <laughs> try to sell goddamn beer. Actually, that's my market. Actually, if I could mention a few th- other uh, quick notes of uh, wrestling from this past weekend alone. Mm-hmm. Um, Money in the Bank was this past weekend. Yes. And uh, we had our two Money in the Bank winners, Big E and Nikki Yay. Ash. Okay. I will say this about Nikki. Okay. Uh, apparently, this gimmick is all her idea. Yep. And she's got the full input. I'm happy for her that she's getting, she's really behind her own idea and she's getting to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm thrilled for her that she's can call herself a raw women's champion now because yep. she cashed in successfully. The very next Good night. For her. It was great. She's busted, she's busted her ass for it. She's earned it. That gimmick is ridiculous though. I that love it. Is, that costume is absurd. Yes. Now I'm, granted, I, I, I will say this, the hurricane got over. Yes. So there's a chance that this can work out. I think and she's over. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right now she is. Yeah. Because Helms like came in originally. At he came in as the hurricane. Yeah. Started. Nikki already had previous love from the audience and sanity and her own solo run. Her run with Alexa Bliss as best friends. Mm-hmm. And now the, and this whole new thing. She she's already over. Okay. So I think that the the, the fans are 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 just in for whatever Nikki's got for them right now. Okay. All right. Um, I, I guess in that case, I'm in the minority here because yeah, I just yeah. think that outfit looks ridiculous. Here's the negative that you can pull from, from this, though, is that um, Charlotte Flair had to win the title and have another That's one true. and have another one day reign. I love I love the fact that Charlotte Flair has been cashed in on three times now. Three times? Yeah. Bailey, Carmella, and now Nikki. Oh my god. <laughs> She's like... Every time? 
Yeah, well, the only the only person who the only person who has been uh, cashed in on uh, was Ronda Rousey when Alexa Bliss. Oh yeah, won the Money in the Bank and cashed in that same night. Yeah, and then uh, there was Oscar when she just was given the title the next night. Yeah, uh, yeah, be- yeah, because Becky had to leave and yeah. she relinquished. Since she's like, well, I mean, you won the Money Bank champ, the Money in the Bank, so here's the title. Yeah, since I'm not, you're gonna not be able to cash in on me since I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really all I, I can think of saying from Money in the Bank because that was, stuff was really cool. Yeah, I will say, what do you think the Charlotte Ripley match? I didn't actually see the match. <laughs> uh, I have heard that it was like the match of the night. Really? Because the the crowd was chanting, "We want Becky" at the start of it. Uh, Charlotte proceeded to flip off the crowd. Oh and yeah, then they proceeded to have a great match. I, um, I still need now. to watch it. Um, yeah, uh, Jim Cornette liked it. Oh wow, that's how that's how good it was. Yeah, Jim Cornette was like, "This is a really good match." Okay. Goddamn. I gotta check it out now, I guess, too. Yeah, um, I still have the Peacock account, I think. Oh, you do? Okay. Um, I think so. <laughs> I, um... There was one other thing from this past weekend, also. Another event. It happened the pre- the night before that. Impact Slammiversary. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you heard about the um, great main event, by the way, um, between Sammy Callahan and... Um, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, yeah. It was incredible. Mm. Incredible. Such a hard-hitting match. Um, Gallows and Anderson also picked up the tag titles again. Mm. Um, Chelsea Green debuted with Matt Cardona to face Brian Myers and Tennille Dashwood. Mm. So Zack Ryder and uh, Chelsea Green faced Kurt Hawkins and Emma. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh. Big Cass beat Eddie Edwards. Hey. Will uh, W. Morrissey, my bad. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bonus random match of Finjuice just facing Madman Fulton and Shira. Cool. That apparently, it was a really short match. Mm-hmm. Um, Deanna Perrazzo's hidden opponent was Thunder Rosa. Very nice. Awesome match. Great match. Mm-hmm. And um, at the very end of the show, the Bullet Club logo suddenly came on, uh, started playing again as uh, Kenny was being, was holding up the title and uh, Dallas Anderson and Callis were in, all in the ring, too. But then, Switchblade Jay White. Jay White, I love him. Oh, man, he showed up. We had the never open weight title with them and just took it all in. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler real quick from Impact also, we have a new member of Bullet Club. Oh, really? Who is it? Chris Bay has joined the Bullet Club. He's I have an, no idea who that is. You're going to tell he, me about He's it. an Impact guy. I don't know much about him, to be honest. I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's in the Bullet Club now. Or at least he tagged with Jay White uh, apparently recently, and he's in the club now, I guess. Okay, then. Yeah, it, that was, was the report from the tapings, at least. Uh, that happened on uh, Sunday and Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, good for him. New Bullet Club member. Yep. Always good to see expansion. But that's really that's that. I think I'm good with wrestling. Oh my! I guess we we might go a little long today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm we're, up for it. Okay. We got two more things that we mainly wanted to talk about tonight for you guys, and those are some extra picks that we wanted to throw in for um, uh, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Yeah. So I'll go through my entries first. I mean, I tried. So we're going for. I want to go for like. The Flying Dutchman from SpongeBob. Uh, Dennis from the it's the bounty hunter from the movie. I don't know if they would put him in, but that I would love it to see him in. But that I don't know. He's not in enough. Finish, finishing move would be just a giant spike boot. Yeah, basically. Just squish him. Yeah. Um, Zuko, of course. 
of course. Got to have Zuko in there. Ain and Coram are probably all but confirmed to be in there, I think. I think so. Because they're, they, they're silhouettes we're seeing in, like, box art promo photos. Yeah. And when I saw this, I was like, oh, you got this from seeing Reptar in, uh, in the game, didn't you? This next one. Uh, yeah. Ultra Lord from Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> Ultra Lord is not afraid of anything. Yeah. I think that I was, was gonna, the movie. I was gonna... I, was, I briefly thought about... I mean... I briefly thought about uh, the Crimson Chin, but I'm like, you know what? They probably want to distance himself from Butch Hartman. <laughs> I, uh... I mean, but they have like, Danny, Danny Phantom's in the game. That's true. He is in the game, so yeah. By popular so demand, maybe, mostly. Maybe that's fine. Um, and Do they uh, confirm Timmy of, in the game? Is Timmy Turner in it or no? Oh, I might have... I'm not sure, actually, no. Yeah. He, he's but, gotta be. He's he's like yeah, probably. Fairly Odd Parents is one of their most successful shows ever. Absolutely, yeah. And regardless, yeah. Now, <laughs> I, I want Jorgen. Now, speaking of things that aren't that might not be appropriate, um, since this isn't a Nicktoon, and I don't really know, given recent events, this would be appropriate. Recent but, events. Uh, uh, with with regarding Drake and Josh, the oh. show. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it if they had uh the akuma equivalent of the game be crazy steve <laughs> just a, r- arrives in the nicktoon just there universe yeah he's just yeah. he's just like the final boss equivalent he's like the shao Kahn. oh if we're not gonna get tough puppy i guess we're gonna well i if if we don't get tough puppy i guess we'll get crazy steve and i'd love crazy steve honestly in the game absolutely yeah imagine he just looks like um you ever seen that eight bit of like michael jackson photo and they it, or something like that. It's it's like this pixely image of Michael Jackson that Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. It's like that, but crazy Steve instead. <laughs> yeah. And the oh. constantly frozen face is just like <sighs> Yeah. Uh, oh, mouth wide open, by the way, for those listening in. But I also now had a few pickers uh picks myself to throw in here. And uh I went right into uh the be- the some of the better uh Danny Phantom villains personally. Or yeah. the best depending on which on your opinion. Um for one thing, this game's gonna need its Dan Hibiki, so I'm going with the Box Ghost. God. Got the Box Ghost! God almighty. Um, I also put Skulker. Yes. Skulker, because Skulker. He was like, he's cool. He was a, such a cool, like, uh, and ba- despite the fact that he's really just a tiny man in, inside a robot suit, oh, a yeah. tiny ghost in a robot suit. Yeah, um, but he was badass and had tons of tech. Um, and Vlad Masters. Yeah, basically the main villain of the show, pretty yeah. much. The the arch rival, main antagonist, the guy who's trying to steal Danny's mom. Yes. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, I think that it works. Yeah. Man, you you could just you could just make a whole fighting game with Danny Phantom characters, pretty much. Re- you really strong. could. There's so yeah. many villains and enemies. Good ones too. Yeah, Vice Principal Lancer. Oh, yes. Wait, who's this guy? Who is Johnny 13? Johnny 13. In Shadow. Oh, he's the guy who had the bike, the motorbike, and his ghost girlfriend. And his Shadow would fight for them. God, what a weirdo. Yeah, that one. He. I. I, eh. I don't think they actually that he would be good for that game. Okay. All right. Think so, about it. so maybe not all of them. Not all maybe of them. Not all of them. Yeah. Like or like oh god like the lunch lady one or the guy the kid who was stuck in a locker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? God, I, I can't think of much. Oh, what was the science one's name? 
He like the science one. He kind of talked a little. He had like a Gilbert Godfrey sounding voice, but it wasn't Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Hold on. He went through a couple of image changes. Like he had, yeah, a, he had a mullet at one point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me look at the. He was a science guy. Yeah. If not that, uh, as he's looking that up, I will say I put I wrote someone from Rocket Power, and I was like, it can't be one of the kids, I guess. So, or it could be one of the kids. If anyone would be um, Otto or Reggie, <laughs> and um, but I put Tito in there. <laughs> yeah, Tito. Tito, uh, if you guys, uh, for those of you who don't remember, he was the chef at the Shore Shack. Mm-hmm. Tito, the only guy who was actually a Hawaiian in this show that seemed to take place almost in Hawaii. Or California. I don't know which. I think it was California, actually, now that I think about it. Mm. Um, but definitely him. Uh, as another fun character. Since they're throwing in Nigel Thornberry into the game. Yes. Oh, here we go. Uh, Nikolai Technus. Technus. That was his name. Yeah. I remember Technus. Yes. He had a couple of designs with, like, science hair, and then he just became... He changed his style a good amount of times. Yeah, he kept changing. Yeah, he became like a robot at one point. Yeah. Um, Speaking of robots, Jenny XJ9. Of course. Gotta have it. You've got infinite possibilities as far as like a move list goes with her. Oh, oh yes. So many there. Um, The Madagascar penguins, (laughs) who honestly, just Rico. That's all you need is Rico. (laughs) Yeah. Rico, aka the bottomless pit of them. I put El Tigre. Himself. That's that. That's that's a good pick. Like that's one that I almost forgot about. Oh my god, that's an old one. Yeah, I just I remember I googled uh, Nickelodeon or popular Nickelodeon cartoons, and that was one of the ones that came up. Uh, yeah, popular Nick cartoons, and some sort of ranking list came up. I had to. Th- I also thought of um, I found Cat Scratch, and I was like. Okay, because we had Cat Dog already. Uh, I don't know if Cat Dog was announced or we wanted Cat said we wanted Cat Dog. Oh, I don't think Cat Dog was announced. Okay, well in that case, I thought of Cat Scratch and was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, one of them. It's either Mister Blick, Gordon, or Waffle. I guess I'll go with Waffle because Waffle's the silly one, and who, even though he didn't really look like a cat out of the three of them. Mm-hmm. Why does the cat? Why did Waffle have like the long ears? That didn't make sense. I don't know. Uh, all real monsters is already in there. I'm just looking at this list now that's giving me different stuff. Um, no one else from the Wild Thornberries. No. I don't think you can't really get as told by Ginger in there. It's not a show that that makes that. I mean, I mean they did have they do have Villager in Smash Bros. So that's anything's true. possible. Mm-hmm. And um. Oh, there was, like, I had on the brain, I know, another Jimmy Neutron character, but I can't remember who. Uh, Hugh Neutron? No. Oh, come on. I know, I know, but he would be too OP. Yeah. Sorry, Jimbo. Wasn't he, like, well, yeah, what, oh, God, just the shaggy of the universe. He is their shaggy, oh, my God, he is. <laughs> I'm only using 1% of my power, Jimbo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You ain't seen nothing yet. Mm. Ooh. If there were if I were to put also one more avatar character in the show. You've got you've got a lot to pick from. I know, right? You're you're not short on choices. Mmm. Tenzin. 
Yes. Right? Only if we can get J.K. Simmons to do voice work back for him. And we can make sure that there are scenes where Tenzin has to go topless. (laughs) So he can show those muscles. Topless. Topzin. Oh, Topzin. Topless Tenzin. Yes. Oh, boy. Or, um... Or, um... No, not Iroh himself. I don't want I- to fight Iroh. No. I was... Uh, Azula. We got Azula. Yeah, Azula could work. We got... If you want to go for Korra, you've also got Kuvira and Kuvira. Amon. And Amon. Yes. Kuvira, yeah. Kuvira and Amon. Ooh, Amon would be fun. He'd be a, like, yeah. ninja-like. Yes. Um, let's see. I also had one thing on... I, I wrote down Fanboy and Chum Chum. I never actually watched their show because it looked stupid to me. Yeah, it was a bit silly. So I just wrote, I like your suggestion of making them be um, an ice climber style of character. I yeah. think that's a great idea for those two, since they're always seen as a duo, pretty much. Basically. Um, um, but Jared, I can't believe you forgot the most important character of all. Jorgen von Strangle. Oh, I was saying that before. Totally. <laughs> I need Jorgen von... Th- I said that last week. I need Jorgen von Strangle in the game. God. I need him. He needs to be there. What's the point of this game? You're never going to get to main stage of Evo if you don't have that man in that game. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I am Drew Sergeant Jorgen von Strangle, and these are my muscles. Do you think... Um, damn. Doug? No? Just turns to a song from Guilty Gear Strive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that... Uh, yeah, so I don't think uh, that that's going to work. That that, that no. Doug's going to have any characters in this game. Yeah. They will find a way. Oh! What about an angry beaver? That would actually... Those two would make great Ice Climber clones. Oh, God. Yeah, that's true. Angry beaver. Uh, Ren and Stimpy. Yes. Ren, actually, God, Ren and Stimpy might be too violent. Yeah, and inappropriate. <laughs> Ugh. Um, I, I, sh- I, I want. I'm kind of curious about what it, the Loud House might be about if that's if it was that ex- successful. Um, it, it's. I think it's like one of their current ongoing shows. Really? That they put a lot of time and attention into, and not the um, not their Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon with gorgeous animation. No, oh, sir. Yes. Speaking of which, <sighs> we've got to have the other turtles in the game, obviously. We, yeah, we got Mike and Leo. We need the other two. You can't just go give us half of them. Yeah. Give us and, Casey and, Jones. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, throw Casey Jones in and Shredder. There doesn't seem to be a, like a limit. I mean, uh, we, as far as we know, as to the amount of characters that they could put in this game, this game could no, have DLC you, forever. Yeah, pretty much. Like I, I, I posted on our Facebook in an interview with the devs, and uh-huh. they're like, "Yeah, we want to make this like an actual competitive fighting game, like with Street Fighter. We know it's a gamble, mm-hmm. but we're gonna go for it." I think and that they, like Nick, and uh, and as far as I'm aware, Nickelodeon's been like super cool with whatever character suggestions they want, and they've been super collaborative and great to work with. Nice. Yeah. So Nickelodeon seems to want to get into fighting games. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good on them. I mean, I'm excited for this. I'm definitely gonna get it. Like I've said, it's mm-hmm. it's a hey, it's more ambitious than PlayStation All Stars, and it this has a wider range it can appeal to because more people watch cartoons than they watch than people who play video games. More people watch TV or something, or maybe not TV, but they watch more people. Things. More people are into uh, SpongeBob SquarePants than they are reboot Dante. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. lot more people. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So yeah. long, probably I don't know how if it's even been around longer or not. I don't know how long Devil May Cry has been around for. Anyway, 
um, that was some of our picks that we want to go into this game because we want more. We want more fighting. We want more fighting Nicktoons. Yes. Mm. I think it's time for our main event. Yeah. All right. Loki. Yes, man. What I just I every time we do a Marvel show. We always end up doing this thing where it's like, man, wasn't that really good? And guess what? It was really good. Yeah. I, um, so I watched a review just, recently that made me think, okay, the endings kind of get disappointing sometimes a little bit. Yeah. Or, not, or they don't live up to the huge hype. And I will say that this is the first finale that did not leave me with a huge amount. Ima- I mean, it did leave me with hype for what's going to come next, obviously. But yeah. it didn't leave me like with hype as to the end of this season. Like, you know. It just wants me like to, I, I want to see what comes next more than I was glad that it ended, I guess. Yeah, I, I feel like it ended rather abruptly for me because I'm like, is there going to be another episode? And I'm like, no, nope, that's it for the season. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, that's a weird place to end. it. And then I saw the end credit scene that says Loki will return for season two. And I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. By the way, spoiler oh. season two. This whole thing, this whole review is going to be spoiler horrific, by the way. So. Yes. If you haven't finished Loki yet or haven't started watching yet, get out. This is your warning. Bye bye. Yes. So let's start off now talking about episode four. Yes. Because that's where we got to. Uh, we, uh, It starts off with Loki and Sylvie still on Lamentis. They just found out they can't really escape. And yeah. um, so, stuff's happening at the TVA. Oh, I put here, what was Sylvie's original plan? And then I was like, oh, yeah, because she wanted to get to the timekeepers and such. Yes. So mm-hmm. uh, also this episode starts off with Ravona going to talk to the timekeepers. Yes. Um which uh, she's even afraid of even being in their presence. Yeah. Um, To which leads to them trying to still find the Lokis, um, and all of a sudden, romance. (laughs) Yeah, now now a lot of people are kind of weird about it. Yeah. But here's the the thing. It's self-cessed. Yes. Which is fine, because it can't actually happen in real life. So it's fine. Yeah, basically. We don't have the ability to make a clone and then make out with our own clone. Yeah. So it's good. It, yeah. It's not morally wrong at all. Even though when they did, swear when they did finally kiss, I kind of got uh, Kylo Ren and Ray vibes from it a little <laughs> bit in the theater. I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Granted, that was because, you know. Well, Rise of Skywalker was terrible. Yeah, and also because like Ren, one of the characters had just kind of died and and was just re- recent, just resurrected. Because I'm like, I mean, the body was still warm. Yeah, but, yeah, but still, ugh. ugh. But oh anyways. my god! Speaking of Star Wars for a sec, something I learned about. Sorry. In, no, go ahead, go go go. <laughs> it was something I learned about either in Bad Batch or Rebels. I don't remember which. I think it was actually in in Rebels. Um, mm. You just reminded me that they had. Uh, kept luminara's body after she died oh yeah died. that's super creepy yeah oh my god that's, that's skeleton- super disturbing as like as like a trap yeah for, for jedi i just was like oh my fucking god yeah it's like rebels is the kids show yeah I, it's I, friendly i remember looking at it being like well i immediately thought so that's one of the reasons also that they burn the jedi bodies that's true. That's yes. true. So that way they can, you know, be actually uh, released into the cosmic force and such, you know, be able to help and support. But I guess the dark side exactly. now took, took advantage of that. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what the dark side does when their people's bodies died that now. Oh. Well, Dooku's kind of just exploded. Yeah. In that ship. He was on that ship, yeah, right. His body was on the ship, yeah. And uh, Darth Maul fell down a hole. 
Yeah. Well, actually, we know he's but, still alive. So. Yeah, but he, but he, send Obi Wan a text. I lived, bitch. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. And uh, we're sorry. Back to Loki. We're talking about Loki. Sorry, Loki. <laughs> um, the the, the self love. Okay, so they get captured again. B fifteen, who was who had her mind taken over by Sylvie in the second episode is like, Mm -hmm. what's going on? Why did I have those weird thoughts? Yes. And then that's when she finds out she's a variant. Yeah. A Loki reveals that they're all variants. Yes. Everyone in TVA is a variant that had their memory wiped. And their lives taken from them and stolen. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, I remember, just a huge shock to the system. Uh, episode yeah. four, let's see. He also gets t- trapped in that uh, time prison where yes. he keeps getting hit by Sif. Yeah, where he gets getting kicked in the nuts. Oh, my God. And poor, and poor Loki has this, like, self-realization moment, which is actually quite nice, where he's like, all right, well, I've learned something about myself today. I'm a shitty person. I, I manipulate, I do all these tricks and stuff because I'm desperate for attention. And I and I'm kind of I guess I'm kind of lonely. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he had discovered a few episodes ago that he truly was a villain. That's true. And didn't really understand like, or he under, began to understand like that's why every why, or that's what his purpose in life was and why he wanted to change. Yes. God, if, if that's one thing about the show that really is about is that people can change. Yes. For the better. And I love that so much. Mm. His scene. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, before we go forward, um, I don't know if you saw this, but during, we're going way back to episode one here. Did you see that people were speculating about like that Peggy Carter cameo yes. in the background? I saw that. Because I've been, I've been holding on that for a while because I saw a thumbnail of it. And I'm like, it's, it's a, it's a lady in a blue dress. Yeah. That's probably her. Probably. Yeah. It, it was probably something cute for us. That's all. Yes. Like a like all Easter eggs are like, like in the next step like in episode five. Uh, let me finish off episode four though first. Um, mm. uh, Ravona's like okay, uh, timekeepers really want to want to uh, see the destruction of the Lokis themselves in front of them. She's like cool. Mobius after he finds out about everything being fake and how C twenty is was just terminated for finding out the truth also by Ravona, now is on Loki's side. He gets pruned for it. Yeah. That went from that went from wow to ow. I saw that tweet. <laughs> That's how you. you were referring to. Okay. Oh, you didn't know what I didn't I do put hashtag Loki in there? You did put hashtag Loki, but I was like thinking, wow, what? And that's like, oh wow. Get it. Yeah. Now. Man, I, I was super proud of that joke and no one's and no one liked I, it. I liked it. I liked Thank it. Thank you, Jared. I think Thank I liked you. it if I remember. <laughs> You know, you know, you know that you can manipulate our Twitter. So you give our Twitter a like on your th- our, our, our what's it? Um, I know our podcast Twitter. I do that sometimes. Yeah, I know. I do that too. I retweet an article or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, I have the podcast page like our own tweets. Yeah, our own personal tweets. Which, by the way, you can follow if you look right here where my arrow is po- fingers pointing. But we'll tell you them at yes. the end. Other than that, so the timekeepers um, are no. The uh, Ravona brings Sylvie and Loki to the timekeepers, where uh, they're about to be pruned, and until B fifteen comes up and releases them from their collars, they begin to fight back, mm-hmm. and. Um, we find out, uh, so, so, well, Sylvie got to the timekeepers, which apparently that was her original plan was to get to them and kill them. Yes. Uh, she does that, or, well, tries to, yeah. throws her sword at them, and uh, I'll let you say what happened next. Yeah, so uh, they're not real. Yeah. 
They're 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 animatronic robots. Yeah. And the one question that I don't think we actually have the answer to, I mean, we kind of, I assume we do, but it's not, we don't get someone saying, like, a direct answer for it. Mm-hmm. Who actually is controlling them? I mean, I know, Yeah. but it's never actually directly said if it's him or not. I think it was him. I think it was yeah, him. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. So, um, yeah. By the way, uh, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a whole Wizard of Oz situation, basically. Yep. Um, so in that, when they find out, uh, Loki's about to do like, he's about to, uh, t- give his feelings and now apparently, uh, oh, their love because apparently, uh, because of how narcissistic, it's a basically narcissism, um, yeah. could apparently destroy the TVA. Yeah. Somehow good. That's how they got, they, that's how they got brought back by the way, is that they started. Yeah, they- yeah. That their love for each other caused a nexus event. <laughs> And, yeah, I and, guess. and the TVA just went like, oh, we got to erase this timeline. <laughs> yep. This timeline that's literally about to end anyway, or <laughs> where this world's about to end. Yeah. Um, so then we, uh, so Loki gets pruned. Yes. Uh, just before he's about to uh, tell, give his feelings. Yeah. And we, and when we say pruned, that basically means killed up until this point. Yes. That's what we, we find. But Loki wakes up yes. and he wakes up to three different versions of himself. Four. A kid. Four. Four, yes, a kid, uh, a boastful uh, black version. Yep, uh, a classic comic Loki. Yep, played by Richard and an e. alligator. Grant. Yes, and an alligator. A goddamn alligator. Which, which I'm sad to report, I didn't even find that straight. <laughs> yes, I love that line. Okay, episode five now. Yes, Loki wakes up. He's at the end of time at this place called the Void. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, oh yeah, one thing from like the second episode of the show is that apparently they would collect a lot, a lot of Loki variants, like almost more than any other person that they had variants on. Yeah. Um, which can only lead me lead me to think that the only other person that there would be more of would be the guy who was behind the TVA, actually. Yes. Now that I think about that. Uh, but I guess these are the Loki variants that survived. We saw none of the ones that they displayed in episode two, by the way. Just no, yeah, they flipped through a bunch. I, I know that early on, they, it's like, yeah, we, yeah, we've captured a lot of Loki variants over the years, the TVA did, and it's flipped through a bunch of variants. Don't really see any of them in person, though. Yep. We see a bunch of these other lo- guys who are supposed to be Loki variants also, but they're like in rusted clothing. Yeah, Mad Max, and yep. led by President Loki. Yes. <laughs> which is a fun little nod to the comics. It's a very fun little scene, the whole thing. Boastful. Yeah, we... Yeah, we get to see what happens when a bunch of Lokis try to work together, and yeah, no, they everyone betrays each other. Literally, it's and a, it's his <laughs> multiple tales in a row. It's like, it's like sorry to tell you, sorry about this. It's like sorry about this. Yeah, we're sorry about this, but and then they all oh, then the alligator one bites off President Loki's hand. Oh God, President Loki, the only other Loki played by Tom Hiddleston, by the way. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yep. Uh, perfect little thing. Because we all th- originally think from the trailers that that was going to be Tom Hiddleston somehow. Or, yeah, or yeah, that was going to orig- be a... Rig- we saw President Loki in the trailer. We thought that was like cla- that was like our Loki, but yeah, no. It wasn't. Um, we see the uh, classic Loki. He survived by like uh, just doing a... What was it? A duplication of himself uh, instead of actually dying to Thanos and living out his, his, his life alone. Yeah. Um, what was it? Oh, Kid Loki killed Thor. Yeah. Wow. He, he just like, killed his like, brother. like, what did you do? I killed Thor. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, wow. Okay, so this this kid's kind of scary. Yeah. That's why they were, they were like, he's the king. He's in charge because he killed Thor. Yes. Um, 
But honestly, that wasn't even, I think, the most shocking part, or the, be- the best Easter egg, which I think uh, they should have left this in. Um, Throg. Oh, yeah, because you know what? As they were panning down underground, he was in a jar, right? Yeah, you see this, like, Mjolnir that's just in the ground, and then a jar that has Throg in it jumping at Mjolnir. Yeah, okay, so I, I didn't realize it was Throg at all, because I thought that was, like, was that, like, a mini Loki or something like that? No, okay, that it's makes more Throg. sense now. So, um, and I heard this on uh, from uh, Weekly Planet's review uh, episode reviews of this, is that apparently in the first episode, there was going to be an interaction where Throg tries to, like, f- to fight Loki for some Aww. reason. Like it, it was gonna happen, and they cut it for some reason for time. And I'm just and it, it, they mentioned it in the episode, and I agree with them. You keep that in. You keep that fucking throg theme se- scene in the show. Yeah, I imagine. I'm it, like they'll probably put something in for season two. I bet. I hope if not that, I better. I hope that they release whatever that scene was because there's tons of cut scenes that were in the trailer. Like there's one scene where Loki turns around and just goes glorious. And I'm like. That wasn't, wasn't in the show. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I do I do I do like um, I definitely do like uh, scenes that are just primarily shot for the trailer that we don't see in the show. I do like that little thing because it reveals less about the actual show. But yeah. Yeah. I know that uh, there was a scene I remember in the home co- in the Spider Man Homecoming trailer that just shows Iron Man and Spider Man both like almost flying through something together yeah. that's not in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I think there's a whole YouTube video that's just all non, tra- all se- all trailer scenes that aren't that don't appear in the actual films. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, uh, so in the void, there is this creature called a lioth that just eats everything. Yeah, it is a giant purple smoke dinosaur monster that is made of like accelerated time Basically. like it will it will it will fly through and uh, like a sh- it will fly its fog body through like a ship and just rot it to pieces mm-hmm. as if it's been there for like hundreds of years like in like seconds and as they all th- uh, loki was originally saying i think i'm gonna kill i'm gonna kill that thing somehow so it's sylvie goes no we're gonna ch- we're gonna enchant it yeah, because Sylvie gets uh, uh, she prunes herself actually in episode five. Because at the end of episode four, after Loki, Loki gets pruned, uh, she fights back and has uh, Renslayer in this uh, position. Yeah. Uh, only for the next episode for them to you know try to find out more. Miss Minutes is there too. Uh, yeah. I love the return of Miss Minutes by the way. Tara Strong, shout out to her. Yeah. Um, we'll get to more Miss Minutes in a sec actually too. <laughs> It's like, what about the alternate ta- the time portal? Yes, that the void the void the void spaceship. It's like, yeah, what about that? That. It's like, okay, deal. Miss minutes. Yeah. Where's the file? Hmm. Uh, can't seem to find it. Must be deep in there. Oh yeah. It's just all for a distraction, and then. Yeah, that was all a trick. Yep. I thought at first that was a case of like, okay, this void spaceship thing must be like something that no one is ever seen. Oh no, it's not real. Yeah, exactly. So they're both there in the vo- in the void. Uh, Mobius uh, is given a- the temp pad and to go back to the TVA, mm-hmm. uh, where he can. Uh, let's just say now they okay they enchant uh, classic Loki. Uh, they, Loki and Sylvie go to try to enchant it. So, but classic Loki goes and sacrifices himself by making a distraction. He, he he he's he's the illusion guy and he rec- recreates Asgard. Yeah, which 
is incredible. Like that whole scene is gorgeous. Oh my god! When he and then when he sacrifices he, and yells, "Glorious purpose!" Yeah. They all go in that episode about how glorious purpose, glorious purpose. We're so it becomes, dumb. It it becomes a punchline. Yeah, exactly. The entire show. It hurts them back more than anything. Yeah. Um, and it's all great stuff. Um, yeah. so yeah, he sacrificed himself. Uh, Sylvia and Loki enchant Elioth. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where the episode ends until we move on to episode six, yeah. where they're in front of this uh, building. Yeah. Uh, called the Citadel of Time. Yeah. Uh, some crazy haunted house looking thing. Yes. Yeah, uh, Sylvie and Loki walk in. Miss Minisk is like, hey there, y'all. By the way, that was that that jump scare got me so badly. Really? <laughs> <laughs> was that not? Was that not? Was that was a jump scare? Right? That, that was it was a jump scare. jump scare. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, that, that got me so badly. It, I, it didn't get me. I kind of saw it coming, but like at the same time, I was like, because I well, I initially thought, okay, Miss Mitts has something to do with it, whatever's behind this. That's what I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's see. Renslayer also wanted files from Miss Minutes about the beginning of time because uh, yeah. she wanted to find out like how the fuck the TVA was formed too, because she didn't even know, even though she was basically in charge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, not the timekeepers, whoever they were. Miss um, Mitz just gives her her some other information. We don't know what that information is yet. Yeah. Uh, Mobius comes back also to try and confront her and try to prune her, um, but she gets away. Yeah, she just kind of leaves. She just yeah. kind of walks out, and then and we don't see her again. Yeah, she's definitely gonna come back because apparently in the comics she is known as Kang's girlfriend. Or on again, off again, girlfriend. Oh, okay, that's yeah. interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so huh. she's got a. She's probably gonna come back and just you know, be his queen, I guess. Yeah, probably. Uh, who he is, by the way? Did I say his name? Uh, he is known as He Who Remains. Yes. Uh, so they go into the TVA. Um, the uh, not the the Citadel time. Miss Mids makes uh Sylvia and Loki an offer to have whatever dreams they want to come true. Uh, whatever future, whatever timeline they want, put just put them in there, and uh, they're both like bullshit, bullshit. It's like fine, goodbye, and they go to the next room. There's these four statues where one of them is destroyed for some reason. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think like the- I don't know what did that what what the hell does that even imply? I. So I don't know enough because and I didn't see an Easter egg video about it. I should actually look this up probably a little more. I think that they were statues of the Timekeepers, and the broken one was of He Who Remains. Oh yeah, that's true because like there were three animatronics. Exactly, that's what makes sense. To, that's what I would think. Um, yeah, that happened, and an elevator door opens. <laughs> Till it's for us to see, Mister Jonathan Majors, He Who Remains. Yes. Yeah, and, and you know what? This and the guy at first, like, I I gotta give credit to this guy's performance because he was fantastic here. Like, I don't know how he did it, but this guy came across as both super nice and genuinely terrifying mm-hmm. all at the same time, like simultaneously. Like, I just incredible. Okay, and it's like this is a guy. Yeah, this is a guy who has been living pretty much since the beginning of time, and he's completely insane. Technically, he was living in the. Th- he first began living in the thirty-first century. Yes. So if you don't know also already, um, Jonathan Majors has also been casted in another Marvel product, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, where he was... Oh, boy. Yep. (sighs) Where he has been given the role of Kang the Conqueror. 
Yes. So he who remains. Apparently Kang is just multiple people. He's also Immortus Rama Tut also. Yeah. Like, and are the and the and are these are all variants, correct? Based, uh, they're all different versions of him, I guess. Yeah. Are variants, okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Cuz uh basically so very uh uh, he discovers a way of, you know, multidimensional travel in the 31st century, discovers good and bad versions of himself that break out into this actual multiversal war that apparently really happened. Yes. And and that's why he made the TVAs to prevent that from ever happening again. Basically, yeah. And uh, what was it? He got the good power of Eliath to help keep mm-hmm. them all out. Um, yes. And... And he and and he basically makes Loki and Sylvia bit an offer. He's like, "All right, you guys, you guys basically at this point you've got two choices: a, you you kill me and start the whole multiversal war all over again, and mm-hmm. there'll be no way to stop it, or you can just take my job as the head of the TVA yep. and continue to have control over everything." And it goes into this whole conversation of, you know free will and essentially like why he's adverse to free will because uh in in his mind the the alternative is just violence and chaos and destruction literally nothing else so keeping everyone's fate under his control is better for it because he is benevolent yes like he's not he's a nice guy like he's actually a good person but he is also controlling everyone's lives against the yeah. Through the and, TVA and through time, so... Yeah. He's Sil- gotta go. Sylvie was not a fan of that. Sylvie was like, you took my life when I was a child. Fuck you. I don't care. Sylvie yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and he probably should have known that, knowing that, you know, he... I'm assuming, like, he knew who she was from the very beginning. Apparently he had it all planned out. I think it's bullshit. I think that he only had parts of it planned out. Like, he had to have basically planned that, okay, I need a reason to get out of here and to give this maybe to the Lokis. Maybe yeah. it all just happened also. Like, it, it just happened to happen. Uh, yeah. And he just happened to be... Because uh, he, he, he takes out the scripts and shows, like, this is everything you guys, you guys had just said. All planned yeah. out. Yeah, and, and but then it hits to a point where it's like, oh, we've reached the threshold. I actually don't know what happens now going yep. forward. It's up to you now. And fucking, the, you see the timeline start to open. Like, cause the, oh, by the way, this is a little time. There's like a ring all around it too. That's basically supposed, Which, yeah. That's a sacred timeline. Yep, that is. They, the, that's that's the actual main timeline represented as like like a ring of Saturn. Yes. Around the around this citadel mansion. Yeah. So apparently the TVA, apparently it's a, actually this that's on like some sort of really big meteor, and the TVA originally was uh, built from that meteor and the citadel too. Yeah. It all surrounds. I guess that would make that the center of the universe? or Pretty that, much. At least of that universe. Yeah, I'd say so. Makes sense to me. Um, oh, if I were to say anything also, check out uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. It is an animated uh, show. It is on Disney Plus still. It was on Disney XD for only two seasons before it got canceled for some dumb reason. And uh, the best version of our explanation of Kang is in that show. Okay, then. Yeah, for those of you who are uninitiated. Uh, and you see, like, the original version of Kang with his blue skin and not being played by Jonathan Majors. Okay. Um, 
so at the end though, uh, Loki and Sylvia are in disagreement because Loki's like, wait, let's think about this. Let's th- we don't know what we're about to do. We might literally unleash chaos if we kill this guy. So, but yeah, so like, it's like, yeah. So it's like, yeah, he said like we can't, we can't afford to get this wrong. We literally can't. Mm-hmm. But Sylvia's like, no, I don't care. I, I don't care. I have feelings for you too, but I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, they kiss. Because she, because it's like she's. She's gotten to her goal. Yep. She's going to finish it. She's come this far. She's going to see it through, regardless if it's a good idea or not. Exactly. And, well, even we see that once she does the deed, she's not really happy. No. Mm-mm. No, because the crazy thing is, and, you know, I mean, the thing about revenge, it's never worth it. But it's like, like, she's immediately hit with, like, oh, what do I do now? Yep. Because my entire life has been building up to this, and I've actually done it. And she's like, and I imagine she's like, she probably feels nothing. And that's kind of yeah. the scary part. That is scary. You've like yeah. accomplished your goals, and now, now what? Just now what? Yeah. Yeah. How does she even get out of there anyway? That's what I want to know next. Like, what she does next. Because we really don't see what happens next for a bunch of characters. Like, the last we see of Mobius is Mobius. Um, had just gotten taken back, taken down by Renslayer. Yeah. We don't see what happens to B-15. Yeah, uh, well, actually, like, Loki goes back, to, at the end, Loki goes back to TVA. Yeah, because Sylvie throws into that. Yeah, Sylvie throws him into, uh, with a temp, with, um, can, uh, he who reigns his uh, temp pad. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, that's where he is. He's back in the, the TVA. Sorry, you were about yeah, to say? Yeah, and, and, and he goes to Mobius, and he's shaking him, basically. And, and Mobius is like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. Which means the time, which I'm assuming that means, like, that timeline has already been, in the TVA has already been rewritten. Yeah. Either the TVA yeah. has already been rewritten in their time, or he got sent to another timeline. That's also possible. Yeah. God. I mean, like, uh, we saw He Remains, his temp pad was different than the other temp pads. It was just, like, a wristband, a wrist gauntlet with, like, a circle on it. Yes. She, she probably had no idea. She just grabbed it and, like, used it probably on him. Didn't know what she was really doing. Yeah. For all we know, like, they, like, they could have sent Loki to uh, the same timeline, but way before Mobius ever met Loki. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we don't even know, like, how... What part of time the TVA really exists? <laughs> yeah, does it exist in time? Exactly. Like, or is it outside of it? It's 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 like time, I don't. Who knows? I don't know. Time passes differently here in the team in the TVA. God. If anything, this, oh yeah. So as we were about to say, also, I'm referred to earlier. Kevin Feige actually held, held a meeting about the uh, about the multiverse <laughs> and the I'm rules. Just- I'm just yeah trying to explain the rules of the multiverse um, because I, this this is important guys. Yeah, let's see. Uh, but telling you something, uh, it's more than fancy. It's really quite exciting to even see it midway through the Loki series. Now people are respond to the possibilities because there were so many different possibilities through it. He doesn't actually explain it, but he just had a meeting for the rules for like all the big people. This was revealed by D twenty three Inside Podcast. I'm right. guessing that's a actual podcast that like kind of like how i mentioned the avatar studios one the avatar one that i talked i listened to last week mm-hmm. um i'm gonna guess this is a similar one i will check it out maybe yeah uh, see that there's no there's interconnectivity there that people have already started to see and suss out oh god yeah. sus has already has gotten it has gotten to kevin feige 
And I had a meeting this morning with the whole broad Marvel Studios team going through the multiverse and the rules of the multiverse, exactly how to really deliver on the excitement surrounding the multiverse. Yeah, and I and I will say I, I appreciate the fact that um, for doing stories about time travel and multiple dimensions, they're ha- they're having a very strict rule book and they're sticking to it because I don't know if you know this about me, Jared, but I absolutely can't stand time travel stories. I don't like them. I don't like it when they are integrated late into a story just out of nowhere. But if it's a show about time travel, I'm fine with it. Okay. And I realized all the way to the end, I'm like, this show is time travel, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, right? They got me again. I. Mm, it doesn't seem... I mean, I. It, the article also that we have doesn't really reveal what the rules are. Just know that they have taken no. place. And anyone already... People already are having questions about how time travel works as it is uh, as far back as Endgame, you know, when they're like, so Back to the Future is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, so, and I, I, I love the fact that um, the multiverse thing is they have really slowly, gradually been introducing over the course of the past few years in particular. Yeah, um, the concept. And, like, honestly, at this point, like, the like the general audience is smart enough to know that they're not even going to bat an eye. Mm-hmm. Even if they haven't seen Loki, they'll figure out, okay, they're going to different timelines and different dimensions. Okay. Oh, so yeah. it's not going to be too confusing. Oh, hopefully not. No, I don't think so. There will be some people where it's like ending explained on YouTube and some crap video. The yeah. whole, those ending explained videos are stupid. Yeah, I <laughs> can't stand I, them. I, I don't need that for this season because I know like, well, we, we kind of know that we as we know already, there's a season two coming of Loki. Yes. Um, <sighs> However far, we're, whatever's going to happen in it, though, I have no fucking clue. No, point. and that, and that's the great part about Loki yeah. in general is that we don't know where it's going. Like with WandaVision and, and Falcon Winter Soldier, we clearly had clear indicators of what's going on next yeah. regarding their stories. Wanda, Wanda's actually confirmed already to be in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. They're planning another Captain America movie now that Sam, is, well, uh, that Falcon is Captain America. Oh, good! Yay! Uh, that'll be cool. Um, it's in the works. That's all that, that's been confirmed so yeah, far. Yeah, they pro- they haven't started filming yet. No yeah. way. And um, what else? Yeah, they uh, they confirm. Oh yeah, they confirmed that Loki is actually also going to possibly make an appearance in uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's great. Yep. That's going to yeah. be his next appearance. How long it will be, though, who knows? It might just be Doctor Strange in Thor Ragnarok type appearance. <laughs> yeah. We're just like, okay, Loki is a very dangerous creature. Why did you bring him back to Earth? Yeah. It's like, to find our father? It's like, oh, mm. it makes sense. Yeah. Something like that. It's like, why is this happening in our time in our timeline? What is this magic happening? Oh, maybe, you know what? Maybe Loki is the little uh, silhouette, not Doctor Strange, in the corner of uh, oh, the and, WandaVision and, end. Yeah, the end of WandaVision? Yeah, yeah. maybe. Or, or Doctor Strange just is like going through like this. I'm like, this is a freaking mess. And then he bumps into Loki and he's just like, oh, it's you. It's your... Come here. Your fault. Tries to strangle him with this cape. Tries yeah, to strangle. It's all him. your fault. Yeah, his ca- the cape just goes nuts and tries to strangle Loki. Oh my god. And then okay, we don't even know when Mobius is. God, we have. N- I'm excited for what comes next. Marvel excites me. Yeah, they got. They keep 
drawing me back in. Even though I was done after Endgame, they keep drawing <laughs> me back in. Uh, people need to need to go back. It's it's worth it. It's such it worth it. I, I I can't wait for Shang Chi. That that's what we have next. We have until September for Shang Chi. Now, actually, oh, that's right. Actually, I just remembered. Um, one of those episodes that we had to can't that were that I mentioned to you earlier that we're gonna have to either move to another day or cancel is I think that one's gonna be canceled is the day before What If starts. Oh God, that's right. What if as is premiering on August 11th, which is a Wednesday, but I think August 12th I will not be home. I will be on vacation. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we'll probably not do an episode that day, or that you know that week at all. No. Yeah. For, uh, but yeah, it's. I think really honestly that that might be all we have. Do you have anything else you want to say? Loki was. Oh wait, best TV show in the ever to exist or worst TV show to exist. Uh, best TV show. Best TV show ever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what we got. And I think that's all we got for you guys today, right? Yep, that's right. pretty much it for me. So thanks, guys, for watching. Yes, thank you so, so much for joining us this week, whether it was watching us live here on twitch.tv slash jnj underscore securecast. That's our URL. Or listening to the audio recording of this podcast at uh, Google Podcast, Amazon Music slash Audible, TuneIn, plus Alexa, Listen Notes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or our lovely host site, Podbean, at jnjsecurecast.podbean.com. That's where you can find all of our episodes mm. in one convenient place where you can download them. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find us on our Facebook page, which is our you know our main source of information for us at uh, facebook.com slash jjsecurecastpod. And you can follow us on our Twitter at jjsecurecastpod, where we post our... You want to know when our new episode's out? Just follow follow those two social media pages, or you want to? We post uh, our articles about what we talk about as well, or oh. some cool stuff we find out throughout the week. Oh yeah, one okay weird thing also that I had with Facebook. So I shared um, the Spotify link on our Facebook page the other day, mm-hmm. and then when I hit the share button, it didn't actually share the post at all. <laughs> typical it like okay it was a random post and i tagged you in it i think too that is the thing mm-hmm. um is that i if if you would go back to my profile page please is it literally i just i just shared um where is it yeah listen to episode 27 of mine and jordan's podcast edit yeah facebook a this was a share post why didn't it actually share the post Okay. That's all. That's sorry. That's what I have. Go on. Go on. Typical Facebook. Yeah. Well, you can follow us on our social media, which always works. Uh, yes. Which you can find at the top left of our screen. Uh, but if you're just listening, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at jryan9000. It's over nine. It's over nine. Yes. It's definitely over nine. Nine thousand is definitely larger than nine. It's over nine thousand. There we go. Yes, and uh, you can follow me where I actually where I, every once in a while we'll make a good banger of a joke. Mm-hmm. And you can follow uh, Jared here as always on Twitter at jgalls1918, on Instagram at jgalls15, and on Twitch at twitch.tv/jgalls15, where you do game and stream in. Oh yeah, and I all need sorts to pick of that different up. kinds of streaming. Yeah, I need to. Um, I might actually stream the building the uh, the Lazengon now that I think about it. Yes. Yeah. So if you're also listening to us here on Podbean, Spotify, or any other the audio services that any of the other audio services we mentioned before, make sure to check us out when we go live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash J and J Securecast. We go live Thursday nights, usually around 830 and stay on until around 10. Join us and interact in the conversation. Please feel free to email us with any suggestions at jjsecurecastpod at gmail.com. Or if you want to just 
tell you something nice to us. Tell us something yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. You can email us like topics we can talk about during the podcast or debate. Whether it's you know maybe a tier list or yeah. best and worst of. You can X ask and why. You can ask to become part of our official team. Yes. By that I mean you're probably just you you listening to us makes you a part of our security force. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Our team. Um, thank you so much to Adobe Stock Music for our intro theme, City Lights, and Purple Planet Music for our outro theme, uh, Grease Monkeys. And with that, we've locked up this Securacast for the evening. Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty much it. And yeah. I gotta say, uh, like one one more low one more low key thing. Go ahead. Uh, what was I talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, to be honest, the uh, the TVA boss lady. I just I never Red really Slayer? liked her at all. Oh yeah. You're not supposed to like her. Yeah, I, I know, but it's just like I feel like the show was as, like at the very last episode that she was in, she was trying to it was trying to make me like her, and I'm just like, nah, you're kind you're kind of a jerk. Yeah. I get that you're scared for your or if you're afraid for your life, and you're trying to self preserve yourself so you can figure out what's going on, but. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, it's just, ah, I don't know how to feel about it. It's just kind of a, kind of a bummer. Yeah, I understand. Uh, oh, and I hope you guys liked how quickly I got the episode up this past weekend, this past week, uh, this past week, because I'm going to really try and get on that now. <laughs> Good try editing in the mornings before work, yeah. maybe instead from yeah. now on. Yeah, I love, I love that we gave you a nice long one. <laughs> yeah, for me to do this time. Yeah. It's all right. I mean, I know the first so maybe something to delete. I don't know. There might not even be that much to delete. Hey, I think yeah. we had a good episode full of great content. And, you know, if you think we need to do anything better, let us know. That's what we had the email for. Of course. And, but uh, with all that being said. Oh. Oh, is it playing? Oh, crap. It's not playing. Here's, a, here's an edit. Yeah. There you go. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So much fun and everything. Absolutely. Oh man, we're we're having a good time here. Um, we got more episodes coming. We're gonna keep going at this as much as we can, unless we're too yeah. tired or have vacations that we want to do. Yeah. Um, Again, follow us on our social medias to stay updated on when we're doing episodes. Exactly. Do that. Uh, yes. I may have to episode. If I go to cons, I just realized I'm gonna need to edit some episodes in GarageBand, maybe. Oh, good lord. Yeah. Don't torture yourself. I, oh, God. I might have to just normalize them first in the audition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do that part. All right. But anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. Bye. Yeah, bye. 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 Bye.